0: The Weird Science DC Comics podcast is available for free wherever you listen to podcasts, obviously. But did you know that you could get early access as well as exclusive shows like our weekly badass Patreon only spotlight podcast by going to Patreon.com slash weird science and subscribing to whatever level is right for you. Your support not only helps out the show, but gets you a bunch of podcasts in return. So go to patreon.com slash weird science And thank you so much for listening to this week's show.
1: Hello and welcome back to the only show that breaks down, cracks up, skews and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm part of the problem, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 430.
0: Yep, I'm the other part of the problem, Eric. But there's another little bit of a A smidgen of a problem, right? And that might be the books this week. So just a warning for those who might get triggered. We didn't like a lot of these books, but we're going to have fun with it. And I said to you that the idea of it... Yeah, it is a revelation. And the thing is, I think I might skewer them, but you end up where... These books are bad. I ended up saying that a bit to you, and I say it, it really ad nauseum. It's one of my things, as they say, Eric. But you ended up messaging me, and that actually made me laugh because you messaged and said, "Hey, I know you always say that these, but this might be the worst bunch of books that we ever had to talk about." Oh yeah, in a full deal. And Rob Lewis, in the meantime, not had even that, just
1: including me. the Patreon spotlight as well. It's not even like the good books are being left off the table here.
0: And don't stop on the there, Patreon. buddy. Go with the Marvel as well. I mean, I ended up this week and something if you have been listening to, especially this DC podcast, we don't take weeks off. I ended up just saying, I don't want to talk anymore. Marvel, because I was so upset at those books. So that shows you this week might be at the big two, one of the worst weeks of actual books. In my mind, other people may disagree, but what I'm going to do. And I, I said, I started saying, Rob Lewis sent me a message without knowing any of this, obviously, and said. Yeah, I'm struggling this week. He, he was going to have his podcast. And he's like, I don't know. I don't like anything. I'm down. I'm like, don't worry. Just calm down this week. Maybe things will get better. And it does look like they might get better next week. But well, we where-
1: got a double dose of Times to our crisis next week that we, we can all look forward to. At least this yep, week that'd is be just cool. Here's everything that we have that means nothing to no one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah and then with it, everything almost- I say that, it's weird, because
1: feel- we, we've enjoyed I Am Batman and Super, uh, Superman sort of Carol for the week, most though, part, but hmm. those books have been, me- been meandering to a degree, but even like I Am Batman, it just falters from its normal, like, yeah. from the way it usually does things.
0: I, I think in my mind, everything's starting to get a little stale. You have the same creative teams obviously going. Some of these stories, if not a lot of them, are meandering, as you said. And with that, that's one of the reasons why we're so positive about Dark Crisis, because that might be our out. So at least we have that backdoor way. But one of the things that is getting me through this, and when you ended up sending me that message, I always think of this in weird times. But the books are bad, right? And I sit there. But these books might be so bad that it goes when I asked you if you ever were able to watch that eight-legged freaks movie, because you hate spiders. You're deathly scared of them. But because those spiders were so ridiculously over the top, you weren't scared. So these no, books, it's like they're, they're so, and that's Yuck. why I think these are goofy bad. I, I'm going ha- to try to have some fun with them. We'll see. We'll see, though. But with all of that, as we go into this, go over to Twitter at Weird Science DC. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com to see written reviews or at least not see them, but read them. I guess you see them so that you can read them and then go to our patreon patreon.com slash weird science. you can get a ton of shows, including a weekly DC comic spotlight, two books picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Uh, uh, and this week they ended up picking again. You already said, but it was Naomi season two, number four. And Jurassic League number two, and I still see people loving that Jurassic League. You know, the Jurassic League number two, people just, they're stuck on the idea, well, it's fun, it's fun, it's fun. I think that they're just going to say that just to say it. Uh, Me and you didn't have as much fun, but we laughed about it. We actually giggled about some things, trying to come up with our dinosaur names. I just put sore on the end of everything, and I, I win, but... With all of you that, though, won. as we go, I never have. I mean, really, that's what upsets me is my lack of imagination actually still seems to top what's going on in that book. And, you know, I always like to be a top, Eric, in the things that we do. But you never so are. With all that. No, I'm never anything. I'm just sitting there. I'm in the closet looking. But with that, the badasses, as I mentioned, they are the top level of our Patreon. And this is their A Roll Call, Eric. All right. Here we go. We, we, this is going to be a tough podcast, but I think we'll get through it with a smile on our face Eric. especially fine. with the the here. Jeffrey, a Greek. Stephen Batdad, Mitchell, The Annihilator, Ted Probst, I Love Punchline, Stuart, Michael S., Forrest, Polly Cam, Joseph Watch, Sick, Matt Razor, D-Man 3000, Lady Abby and Lord Andy, Red, Matches Balloon, Niels Work, David Vink, Joey Berkosko, Stephen Baum, Jason Colby, Sue 42 to you and me, Eric. Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic Boom Rocky, Cellar Dweller, Mark Jager, Aldrin Stosia, Nick Adams, Bill Beer of the Bat Odd, Ruben, Carlos, No Wolf Marv, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, Manship, Andrew Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, my man Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond Mark, our man Rob Lewis. Brandy Murray, that's B, Muir, up in Buffalo. And Double A, Ron, getting doxed over there in the Minnesotas. Eric, I tried to do this very professional this week. I think might have been the best time. Now we have all this. You're st- why, why did you just wait this, this long? Now I end up, well, I end up, now I have all this time to go, and I could have told you all these things about manship and his medicines and stuff. Oh, my God, the tales. I, I don't would think tell anything her. has changed. No, it hasn't. He actually is going to be going on that medicine that is the thing that they uh, base we that this movie that limitless movie where you get that wonder truck. Again, he, that's not a real thing. <laughs> he says it is. He, he said it. And I think that they put Tanya on that. At one point, she went completely mad.
1: That's also in the movie. like, we only use 10% of our brains.
0: I'm like that's a lie. <laughs> yeah. That's always the case. That and like on the dark side of the moon, all that nonsense. Dark uh, side of the moon is real. <gasps> yeah. It, it's, there's a weird play with that. I don't know. Brett Booth always has problems with those things. Anytime I say he gets mad about dinosaurs, uh, the 10% of the brain on the dark side of the moon But with all of that Yeah, we have five books we're going to talk about We already said we're going to have fun with these So everybody can just strap yourselves in and on And we'll get on to the books. The Justice League died Seems on a whim And here comes Dark the side They just can't win and so it goes, shouldn't have to explain. If everything's so great, why are we doing this again? I've seen the tans from the shills and the face. One thing for sure, these books stink. These books stink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yes, Eric, there is the theme for the night. I ended up having a little extra time. You ended up getting a meal. So I thought, eh, I'll just throw something together to make you giggle. And that is that. But yeah, we're going to jump into these. Do you like that you have seen the tens from the shills and the finks? No, I couldn't come up with anything that rhymed with finks. Oh, my goodness gracious. But with that, we end up having a section here. Now I'm like, yeah, you know, hey, I don't care what all those people have with their kinks because I have my own as well, Eric. We all have our kinks. Maybe our kinks. Yeah, it is actually. That is pretty much really easily said. And that's what it is. But with that all, we have some books here. We have Batman Urban Legends. And when we get into this, the idea that we always talk about the comic book Roundup and all the other, you know, the Finks and the shills, as I said in the song. The one thing about this book, and we've talked about it every time it pops up, The idea that we don't think that many people are getting it, it's kind of really a book that's outworn its welcome. There is not one user review for this book. And user reviews are one of those things that... Well, there's not one good story in this anthology of Batman books. That's what's the weird thing is usually you'll have these user reviews and you ended up... Tim Seeley says it's a cesspool of hate, right? And it may be, but... To not even get even a hateful, like, one, uh, one out of ten. or Nobody nothing. wants to read through it. Nobody wants to. And It's like, okay, what's what's going on
1: the docket today for Batman Urban Legend? Oh, not a single thing that I care about. Moving on.
0: And what's funny, too, about that is I don't really think that a lot of those users, I don't know that they're actually buying the books either, Eric. I think they might find like, them some I other way. i reading them. So it's that's the thing that it's not even worth. And well, they do, but the agenda ends up with... I, I, r- rarely have we ever seen no user reviews, only six regular reviews anyway. But when you get into this, we have the end of three stories and then a one-shot. So we're going to start all new next the month. Of four stories. Yeah, so end of four. And I'm saying we had three ongoing and one one-shot. So you have all those going... Uh, is this yet like the the people who are here still the the few buying it? Do you think this is just like I'm done? Like oh the yeah, next- this is totally the breaking point. There is yeah, nothing I that think is so worth too. actually. I like
1: I don't even think that people want to get all the way through this once I got like part two or three of even like you know part two of the Birds of Prey story or part three of the Zatana Batman story even part freaking three of the uh, the Ace of the Bat Hound story the formerly the Super Pets. I, I know what, what like, happened you know, there. What, what is going on with this? It's not worth reading anymore, especially not worth eight fucking dollars.
0: Yeah. I remember at one point I said that it was funny because they were pushing the Zatanna Batman story as the cover story. The first one, then that kind of switch. Now you get the cover of the set. Now it's an ace. The Bat. it's so weird in these deals here where. Hope springs eternal. So you end up ending these stories hoping that something will make sense. But nobody's going to be here to see the new ones coming Holy forward. Holy moly. I mean, these stories, one after the other, twist after awful twist and reveals out of nowhere. I don't know which is worse in this. They They are all battling to see which is the worst one. Though I will say, I think that the best one might be the one shut, just because it's in and out, and you get out of there. But is it,
1: I'm just saying that the only thing good about that story is the last page.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. But again, that's one page more than some of these others. But we'll get into this. This is Batman: Urban Legends number 16, and we'll start with the first story. Obviously, Batman good. and Zatanna and Bound to Our Will, part six of six. Do we need six issues to just do nothing? I don't get it. Jim, you didn't
1: realize everything that you thought you liked about Batman and Zatanna's relationship, well, it's all been a lie because they have been really on the skids for years now. You <laughs> never knew this, and now we're finally going to get them back to where you thought they were before the story happened.
0: Yeah, and I, was it weird? And by the end, we'll obviously talk about it, but that one panel of Batman grinning ear to ear freaked me hey, the I'm hell like, out. The thing
1: is, you're, you're writing Batman, Zatanna, Constantine, all, and Superman, all these characters the people love, but when I read this issue, I'm like... I don't recognize any of no, these No, you don't recognize so any really of really writing
0: these characters? I don't know. I, it really is bad. And it's Vita Ayala writing. Not a big fan of Vita Ayala, And I get some crap from certain people saying, oh, I haven't been dead or whatnot. But yeah. it just keeps ending up proving my point here. But art by Nicholas Desmizizia, Hayden Sherman, Nick Filardi, Steve Wands. And yeah, it's this story where... You had the setup where back in the day, a young Batman and Zatanna or young Bruce Wayne when they ended up, hey, I'm going to do this magic. We're going to do this connecting magic together. Yeah, because they want to have this relationship. And as the years go on, you know, they kind of drift apart as people do anyway, but they're still superheroes together and there's. Well, they drift apart because of the spell. Yeah, I think that it's also because they're doing their thing satana goes off she's hanging with constantine a lot batman has his stuff with. Him. well it's, it's mostly because of the spell that they spell out here but but the weird problem though is is during the year they're okay except for that bit of time frame when they go off to try to stop this rift and then when they come back they're all looking at each other, mean. each other right so superman's upset he, i don't know superman was acting like he was like the father figure and kind of does again in this by the end but in a i guess supposed to be nice way but that's fine. And and the idea of coming up with a uh, deal, we like the idea of that Tana and Bruce back in the day, see some things. Well, no, I don't like the, it's the really idea like it because
1: it's been done well in the past. It's something that's always been there. And this actually tarnishes it in my mind because it says, Hey, look, they had this relationship that you're really into this friendship, but also on top of that, it's something that they don't like about each other and are barely friends ever since. But until uh, like Vita Al comes in until she's done her story, we can get back to what we had, when you thought we had. it.
0: Yeah. And it's a weird play. Where you're almost trying to tear it's like a you know deconstruction then try but at the end it still feels weird. Plus, I just want to say you have the idea of a tree falling in the woods, but if a confusing story falls in in the woods, does that mean? Because I don't know that many people even would understand what ends up happening by the end of this. And my big play of this is there's the concept. Oh, Batman and Zatanna, Constantine gets involved. He gets sexy, but the actual story that holds it all together. There's nothing there. It's confusing. It's very oh, convoluted. We've had trouble ever since the first issue of the six I issue. I was so many. confused in this because I remember having. I many six issue story. Yeah. One copy. One Oh, well, one of us is going to have to stay. We're going to have to do this. I'm like, was that in here or am I missing? Because it's it's the weird play of not being able to understand, yet it still seems very tropey and cliched where they're just ending up where they have to stop this. And Batman and Zatanna, the power within them all along, they end up powering up to do that. Where Constantine in the middle of that just is yelling sexy stuff. He really did not have to be there. Remember the idea For that the story. No. And and he's just there to be some guy yelling, hey there, handsome. What's up, handsome? And then the big player. I love the Batman. idea that that's your sexy stuff. That's Somebody my sexy. Somebody me handsome. It's the sexiest thing to ever happen to me It's never happened, my happened my to me. It never happened. So it has to be sexy. So you end up where what happened to the idea that they were fading away, that they were going like that never played out though. Yeah, it was never, yeah, really. And so by the end here, we
1: would get to each issue and I would forget that'd be a thing until eventually it seemed like, Oh, they're transparent or they're actually telling me how they can't touch things because they're fading away. Oh, except for this thing, they can touch this for whatever reason. Couple that with art.
0: That's OK, but it gets a little wonky. I, it, it doesn't really tell me exactly what's going on, how it's working out. And basically, to me, it's like, hey, I need more power, Zatanna. OK, here it goes. But you better go big or go home. And then boom, there's a big explosion. You end up where I think it's supposed to be a wow moment where you have, oh, my God, that's bruce growing to be the batman so bruce on the, and, zatanna, and zatanna, zatanna throughout the oh ages when they
1: knew each other coming forward to make that connection to sever the not only the idea that we're going to close the portal that we opened with our connecting magic that brought us together but also end the thing that actually made us hate one another for what we did all those years ago so we're going to go back like i said from the beginning to square one of what you know about batman and zatanna before this story
0: yeah and and when you get that Constantine feels like a big old third wheel. Like he, I'd be so embarrassed if I was there It's kind of, Oh, here we go. But not even like, well, Constantine Oh, he doesn't mind being a third wheel because he's I try guess he doesn't Berkeley. mind. He likes being like the fifth and sixth. but e- there isn't even that idea of, Oh, what are you guys lovers? Like, you don't get that. You don't get anything here. Well, that'd be weird in my mind if he started asking questions like well, that. Well, I'm saying if all of a sudden, because they're holding hands, he's like, boy, I haven't seen that in a while. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know.
1: idea? You, your whole idea of love like mentality is so middle school. Hey there, handsome, want to hold hands? Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, he's trying to hit on Batman. Batman is not paying attention. Do you see how sexy they are? They're holding hands and calling each other handsome. They're getting sexy in here. They could be the boyfriend girlfriends. When you have them holding hands sexy like that Eric did, did you get any feels They're Closing a portal did you get any feels but it is the portal the portals being closed by the power within and the love they've always had it's so okay but when it does happen there's no like I never I didn't feel elated I didn't I didn't feel sexy I was just like all right and then <laughs> hey, Constantine hurry up all right We're just here I come yeah and so he's got to run through so all that goes down then you have to like the story is so nothingness that then one of the big plays is the keep mentioning, oh, Constantine had to take that grandma home.
1: I'm like, really? Yeah, who we thought was the Nazi scientist lady who was possessed by demons from the 1940s. But no, she's just somebody's grandma who was possessed by demons, who liked to dress like she's from Dexter's Laboratory.
0: Yeah, exactly. So when you you do that, it's like, is that was your big play? Like, What was the other guy? Did we worry about him? What was it Jay Parks? What the fuck was his name? And he's done. You, you always would say it, but then I call, always yeah, forgot it because- is,
1: I think I'd always say the wrong name, except for when we first learned it. I said it right the first time, and now it's just like getting mixed up with some random survivor character from like uh, Dead by Daylight in my
0: mind. And then all I need, then i love too, because this happens, then you get the most random news broadcast of, hey, everybody. We think there might have been a disaster, but we're not sure. And it may have been averted decades ago, guys. There, there was
1: a blast out here. Things started dying over the course of those decades. We just had another blast there. And everything that was dying over those decades, it's coming back right away. Rock on. Let's check the weather. I love
0: that, too. And and they're like, hey, this random field out there. The grass is growing. Can you believe it? I don't want to tune in the GCN News and see where I'm looking for a headline. They're supposed to tell me shit. Well, that's because you're going to get Grace O'Howran. The headline is Disaster of Unknown Origins Averted. Like that tells you like you Question don't know the out. origins <laughs> and you don't know if it's a, what is that story? There's nothing it's there. A news day. And so like, what is doing? I still doing? hear
1: from them, from Dr. Fate, Cersei and, you know, uh, and uh, Madame Xanadu out of nowhere. It's like
0: the circle is closed. <laughs> <laughs> My big deal is I thought that this news, bro, I thought it was over. I thought that was all right. It's averted, Let's leave. There's nothing here to really have. And you no, got to go clean going. up a church. Yeah. And, you know, Constantine, you don't like the cleanup. Then you have to go. Yeah. Remember when I was chasing you? I was down in the caves. I'm like, hey, what are you doing now at the end? Like, you're trying to Revive retroactively her. tell some info. We're done. You already held hands sexy. Let's get the hell out of here. Well, you got to go. understand
1: because. When you said reviver to me, and that was our word that we always had, that whenever anybody would say that, we would drop whatever we're doing, we come and help that person. But years ago, when I was sitting there in that deep, dark cave, and you said reviver to me, and I told her, you go, fuck off. <laughs> the thing is, it wasn't you. It was me. I'm sorry. And like, no, no, no. Don't worry, Batman, because you know what? It
0: was it both of us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Reviver>. <laughs> that's, that's what
0: it was. It's you. <laughs> it, it wasn't you. It was me. No, no. It wasn't you. It was me. Together. and then, Oh, my God. Reviver. Even that doesn't roll. Hey, remember that story, Reviver? I'm like, really? Does Vida Ayala think that this is going to be something that will come up? We're in the middle of Dark Crisis, and you have Satana trying to say Reviver. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? But yeah, you end up going off and seeing them as, you know, little schoolgirl and boy there running around giggling. This is
1: after they just almost, you know, ended the world with their portal magic. Like, oh, my God, we got to get home. Is my dad awake? Oh, shit, he's awake. But look, we might have just done something bad. I don't know. We need to come up with a word. Reviver.
0: Okay, cool. That's awesome. And then when we have all these problems each year, Goddamn you know, wait we'll, lines. Yeah, I'm telling you that the idea that at the end of the story or near the end you're showing the background to lead to the deal, you, you're doing this Look, wrong. I'm
1: okay with all of this until we like think It's not okay with it because the story yeah, is it's, garbage. It's but bad. W- with what we're getting here with the backgrounds what we're trying to tell with the Reviver stuff, it actually at least goes with the story. But when we have to have an epilogue to the whole thing, back to the Hall of Justice where Superman's being a corny fuck. Batman just smiled his goddamn oh ass off God, like he's you know, a lunatic. That, that is no, crazy. I mean, like, Me and Zatanna, we're going to go have a family dinner. You want to come, Clark? No, I can't. Okay. Because the kids, they've been watching that there of YouTube. They're coming up with some recipes, and we're just going to eat takeout because nobody can cook. But it's just nobody in this. The goofy-ass Superman, the freaking smile, the s- smile-happy Batman, and they're just having the family dinner at the end where everybody is here that you would never see sitting here together. No. Like, I don't even know who these people are <laughs> just looking at them half the time. But, but I'm saying, you, you you have Steph, you have Cass, you have Barbara, you have Zatanna, you have Duke and chain wearing Dick Grayson hanging chain over top Dick of Grayson. Bruce, Look at him. Bruce yeah. Wayne. But just the idea is like, Want to go get some burgers? Do you know what this looks like? Actually, this looks like the family dinner of freaking Ricky Bobby's at the Talladega Nights with all the different food that says takeout here with the KFC. Thank you, baby I'm Jesus. i
0: on the Mountain dude. They're just there, and yeah, end up where even then. Pizza look, look at Look at Cass. She's pissed. But you look at and even what is they eating? Where is the takeout that that because they look like they're eating like vegetables and chicken or something i'm looking at some of these boxes you got the pizza you got the the big burger deal i don't know what they're doing i don't get it but yeah even then it doesn't even seem like that's nothing that oh man that's such a neat moment with the family, family dinner <laughs>
1: the family. Oh, and i'm sitting here I'm like here's family dinner i'm like Duke Thomas, where have you been? <laughs> yeah, really? Why does nobody care about the signal no more? Well,
0: he's just there. He's there. That's what comes before Batman. And the I idea heard. that
1: Dick Grayson is actually leaning over, hovering over everybody as they eat. Do you think it's because he had to fit the bill because he's billionaire Dick Grayson? is like, hey, you like that food that I bought you and guys? And he's like,
0: yeah, you, you gave me the eat bill, but nobody gave me a fucking seat. I can't even sit down. (laughs) What is he doing? That is the most annoying thing to be leaning on somebody as they're eating. Superman didn't show up because they obviously didn't have enough chairs. Yeah, really. I'm really I'm shocked. I'm really shocked that they didn't go full out like, oh, my God, we'll get him here and have Bruce eating a hamburger again with a fork and a knife just to get that whole deal like the Tom (laughs) King uh, deal. But yeah, in this where that's this is supposed to be like. The big, nice
1: moment at the end. Well, now, Jim, for the first time ever, we did that thing. We closed the portal like we want to do each and every year, but we actually did it this time. And instead of scowling each other for three to four months, we can have dinner.
0: Yeah. And that's fiber. like, super, Ooh, dinner. I don't want to come. That sounds it's sexier. <laughs> like now family dinner. And then you go, you would have I would have liked better for them to maybe like, I don't know. Go and have some sort of picnic or something. I don't know what it but just them just the two of them and saying hey friends yes friends and then you see Constantini staring from behind a tree or something. He's all pissed. What's you guys doing you good boyfriend girlfriends you handsome people you and that would be funny because then at the end you end up having both of them say well are you mad because of me. And he's mad because of both. I mean, he he thinks they're both sexy and handsome. I want to be inside both of (laughs) you. He's like, I want to be in the middle. I'm the Oreo cream. You end up, though, at the end, like, really? And the problem is with this, this might be the best one. I don't know what is the best story in this, this whole deal because they are really bad. You mean I'm,
1: out of the six issues of the story? No, I'm saying of
0: this issue oh, okay. of because what I could be. Because I think this
1: might be the best. Well, at least you end The best it, right? part of this story within the Reviver story with Zantana and Batman. This might be the best one, but it's still garbage.
0: I know Virayala, you know, blocked us, Eric, so probably isn't listening to this. That about everybody, so
1: it doesn't matter. T- start telling me people who haven't blocked
0: us. Uh, says Misesia. Now they have. But you yeah. end up if Virayala. It would listen. I just want to tell them that. The stuff when you end up by the end where you're already done and you're kind of like, when you go back with early Zatanna, young Zatana and Bruce and Zatara, that's what you should have had a lot of here. The, the other stuff that you ended up doing was nonsense. It really had nothing of nothing. So you, you should have just told it. a back in the day story of Bruce and Zatana, maybe getting in a little bit of a magical trouble and things like that. But oh, yeah. the other send me a magical trouble. It's sexier. But we'll move on Handsome. to the next story. I actually thought you were going to like the story a little bit only because you end up having, you know, a trope that nobody really uses anymore with Scarface, even though they mess well, up that, a couple the, times. I oh, guess that's,
1: that's great because you have Scarface here. And when he was first introduced, the idea was Wesker could not say his B's for Scarface and stuff like that. So it always re- was replaced with G's. So it's like the Gatman. And they brought that back finally. Tom King never did that. But the idea that we have Wesker <clears throat> pardon me, in an old folks home where people are dying. And we have Scarface, like he's been released from Arkham. For some reason, they're still allowing him to have the, the the thing that makes him go crazy and commit crimes. I'm like, this should be like against his probation right away. So it just doesn't make any sense to me that he'd be out here with Scarface once again.
0: Yeah, and it is Batman and Alfred Pennyworth and Some Things Remain by Josh Triglio, uh writing Rosie Campy art uh, with also Marissa, Luis and Troy Petiri. I don't think any of them blocked us, Eric, but you go into you this and you're trying to play a swerve here. You have a one shot. So you end up having an old folks home where a guy that Alfred knew ended up dying. It seems like Moida. And he wants to investigate in the meantime. No, Jim, it's only manslaughter, which is fucking horseshit, too. That's true. <laughs> but you end up having, you know, Wesker Scarf. You have them in there. So they immediately think it's them. Listen things, here, things Master Bruce. Things get convoluted here to like, why are you playing these twists when you don't have enough time and you really don't do much with it? But yeah, you go, because then Master Pennyworth Bruce, is like, I'm Check in. this out.
1: I've been doing some research of my own at this old folks home where a friend of mine died, but it turns out there's been a lot of people who've been dying like through natural causes the last couple of weeks, and I'm not buying it. So pro- Master Detective Alfred Pennyworth <laughs> is going to go undercover in disguise. Not even in disguise. He's going to go as you know, Bruce Wayne's butler. He's going to go to an old folks home where it's freaking important. The idea, too, to <laughs> think about this. Out of nowhere, your employer just puts you in an old folks home I because know. the whole idea is Bruce Wayne is putting Alfred Pennyworth, his butler, in an old folks home, pretty much institutionalizing for the most part. It's what it feels like to me, but it's all a ruse to get to the bottom of it, where all Alfred has to do is go through some paperwork real quick and realize, oh my God, I know what's going on because when we were walking through earlier getting the grand tour, all these plaques were on the wall for the donators of this old folks home. And all the donors are people who have died in, within the last couple of weeks. And then they'll freaking head like the head of this like this. How dare you? I would have gotten away for it with the two of it wasn't for you meddling. Old meddling folks. old
0: guy. Uh, Alfred solves the case by randomly walking down a hallway and opening a and door. She
1: points out, though, he's like, this is our wall of donors. Like, you know, here's your room, Mr. Pennyworth. Then like when it's lights out, all he does is walk down the hall, go into another room, look through a paperwork.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) I love the idea where I'm thinking, like, are they the donors beforehand? And then you like Bruce Wayne's probably a donor. You're going to go after him when you wait till he's old. You go in there. They just have these plaques up on the wall. They shouldn't all be in the the last couple of weeks. And it seems like they're just like, all right, hey, I just killed Johnny. Put his plaque up. It doesn't make any sense.
1: We are killing off people in this old folks home and taking their money, but calling them donors for the old folks home. So, the head of this whole thing, not only is she murdering people and taking the money and been saying they're donors to this, but she has goons, henchmen that are working for her as well, <laughs> that Batman has to stop so they don't beat freaking Alfred Silly. But the idea is like, oh my God, Batman and this old man are on to me. Now it's time to commit suicide. And then Batman <laughs> stops from committing suicide. But when we get to the end of the whole thing, it's like, yep, she, like, Dr. Emmett has been charged with manslaughter on multiple counts. I'm like, no, 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 because. She had planned this out and murdered them for a reason beforehand and took their money. This isn't manslaughter. This is murder this, this one. This is straight what up murder. What the hell
0: is happening right now? And what I want to know is what the hell is Scarface doing in the story? He's kind like, of a squirming.
1: Scarface, I'm okay with Wesker. Just the idea, like, maybe if he ha- wanted to have, like, a, oh my god, if Wesker's over here. Maybe he had a relapse and Scarface is making him do stuff. Just the idea... You wouldn't he wouldn't be allowed to have Scarface anymore because Scarface is the problem.
0: Yeah. And he ends up doing that. And I don't know if people don't know. I don't know that. Hey, not like this Glockhead. I don't even know if they're going to realize that that's well, what's I, happening. I don't that even, I, I'm
1: saying, though, Scarface hasn't done that, in, I think, 20 years. The
0: one thing is they're like, oh, man, my friend still Stew- Stewart. Oh, Stewie. Yeah, we knew, uh, you know, him. He's not a bad guy. He said bad. And I'm like, oh, you. It but oh, did he say bad guy? Yeah, he says a oh, bad guy sucks. at all, and that kind of threw me on. Like, oh, the one thing you that I enjoyed from gag? it, yeah. And so, yeah, hey, that Glockhead, look at this. And so, yeah, when they're walking, like Alfred, just is I mean, it's one night he ends up where the lights off, he sneaks around, he gets by one guy, opens up a, a room, and gets some info, and then gets beat up. and Batman comes out. Is
1: that It's like, still, yeah. We knew him. Not a bad guy at all. Smart. Kept his mouth shut. But then in the next pat, like, you know, like a bl- word balloon, it's like, not like this Glockhead lugging me around. I'm like, you were right there. You were so hung up on Glockhead. You forgot to look in the proofread the rest of your goddamn stuff.
0: Ah, oh, it's a shame. And again, some people just like, hey, he's making up his own language. Look at this yeah, guy. He's pretty just smart. getting better with his B's. Yeah, maybe. It might be that. But Fair yeah. For you. At the end, having it, this doctor who's, you know, <laughs> pistol toting, you know, root and tooting at the end to fight Batman. And then with that, too, you're playing doctor off the deal M. where I love trying to get the feels because, as we know, in the regular continuity, Tom King had killed Alfred. So Alfred goes, well, I got to check this out and before I die. <laughs> I'm like, really? And then at the end, I'm going to stay in tonight, Alfred, so I can take care of you. He's like, you have to put one bandit on me. Get the hell out that of here. That big Go, guy don't you something. in the
1: face and you're you know, rubbing it with a cotton swab. You know what, <laughs> old man? I'm not going to patrol tonight. I'm going to rub your face with a cotton swab. It's my turn. See, getting sexy, this, Eric. This is the best part of the story right here. This last page where you have a feel where Bruce takes his cow off he puts his arm on Alfred's shoulder because we all know that Alfred is dead. He's not a lot, like around anymore. So we're all sad about this. So this last page, even though it's goofy as fuck, we can all have the feels.
0: I thought he was giving him one of those real big band-aids that's in the, like the multi-pack that you don't really have a use for he did. those really big ones. He's like, here you <laughs> go, You don't you cut go, yourself pal. bad enough. And then he's like, why are you giving me a Band-Aid? I, I have a bruise. You usually do this. What do I look like, a doctor? I'm not my father, Alfred. What do you think I am, asshole? I'm Batman. Let me just go to the
1: Flashpoint universe and go and get my dad for you. I'm going to patrol. Take care of yourself. I'm
0: going to go out right now, and I'm going to dress up like Magnum P.I. Have a nice life, asshole. Oh, he's like off to the beach. Uh, but yeah, not Watch sense. out for that city of Bane I've been hearing about. Yeah, really. Now we get to the next story. This is the Birds of Prey story. I, I don't know what happens in this story. Story. We have had a, a setup where Lady I,
1: Shiva, the most the deadliest person in the DC universe, she got healing powers now because she's deadly. So she has, well, to, that's what have, she has to have
0: magical healing powers if too. If you are the deadliest person, then there is the yin and the yang, and you develop out of nowhere healing powers. And that's how it's explained. Makes no sense at the point where it's not even like, uh, you know, Katana is sl- Katana has her guts hanging out, like she's going to die, it looks like. And then you, oh, let me heal you. What? Like, this is complete and utter nonsense. You then get where Miracle Molly. Aha, I was bad all along. I'm like, I don't even know what you're doing here. You have this Noah that we thought was connected. Then he wasn't. Then he is. I don't know how. I
1: I don't understand because in the background beyond Noah and our new birds of prey, Miracle Molly being out of Blackgate and being a part of this. The idea that we have this memory lane app that's yeah. going around. This is a hot new thing in Gotham. Everybody's hot downloading news. on their phone so they can you know, open up this app and remember their best the memory, off, which then turns into a nightmare because why not? But then we also have this character, the birds of are going after Noah, who has gone off before, who has this mental power to put you into a nightmare state. So obviously the two are connected. But when you have the situation, like I've been saying this whole time, where she was like, you know what? You guys got me. Batman's not involved. I'm, I've been hired to kidnap Noah and bring him back to Richard Rowe and the freaking memory lane app and stuff like that. I'm like, how could you? Well, it turns out that Miracle Molly, who was, you know, it was set up to be a hero. <laughs> I'm telling you, The idea that she betrays everybody in this and all I can think about is Bruce Wayne taking his cow off with her and her cybernetic recording eye. I'm like, you know, you have that whole thing where she goes to jail. Shiva got her out.
0: How does Shiva get out a... Cri-? Makes no well, not sense. Only that, but... Because
1: the thing is, we have to get Miracle Molly out to put her on the team, even though in this we find out that Miracle Molly is the mysterious benefactor who put them on the case to begin yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's working with this freaking memory lane app with the stupidest goddamn... Name. I'm trying to get to the freaking panel because the idea where we have Richard oh, Roe the freaking twist. the man behind the memory lane app who's in part like you like we have a million subscribers now but it turns out it's his partner Ladeline I'm like why couldn't why couldn't this be Madeline I don't know why for some reason Ladeline is like is a terrible name but Ladeline she's a woman so when she put out the memory lane app like like idea all of the like the CEOs and the freaking board they all laughed at her. So what she did is she found herself a janitor, put him in a suit and said, he, he's the the genius behind this. And here's the memory lane up to the point where in the flashbacks, but when all of this is revealed for her, like, you know, trying to get a janitor to be the freaking the guy that she, it looks like they took all of the freaking board on this R&R tech and then somehow tied them up and took them hostage. And I have no idea how this is a part of the story
0: and why nobody knows about it. It's so crazy what they're doing to make this at the end. Mirka Molly and this ladder line laid here the bed. Is this going to continue? Well, it has to continue at this point in time because there's no ending here. I don't think it'll. I don't think it will continue. I think it's just going to be nothing.
1: This is a backdoor pilot to a new Birds of Prey series out of nowhere because this three issue freaking story does not end at all. It just with the idea like I don't
0: think it'll continue.
1: Chiva he- heals Katana, who's wounded, with her new healing powers that she has. We discover that Miracle Molly is not on the up and up. They kidnap Noah Grove, bring him back to the memory lane. We find out that Richard Rose not the bad guy. Ladeline is. We're not the bad guy but the the person in charge of this even though it's all bad this app anyway and then like all right we got to go and find out like how to take down richard rowe in the memory lane at the end i'm like that's not an ending
0: here's (laughs) the other thing though you do end up kind of having an ending because they have a report hey everybody ladder she's the greatest because she ended up healing us all from the app that to set up. so you, is Oh, this... well,
1: that's the thing. It's one week later, in the wake of Richard Rose's untimely death, Memory Lane proved too <laughs> good to be true. But <laughs> we have rising star Ladeline Dust to thank for finding a cure for the metavirus that ravaged Gotham City. So I think Noah Grove was the I, cure I to the Memory yeah, Lane app that I she guess. created.
0: Or she just knew how to shut it off and just Like the idea of this is she had a cool idea maybe an app whatever you didn't i mean the idea of going bad with it you didn't have to go that step to get you kind of had your deal
1: miracle molly's a bad person and she knows who batman is
0: yeah yeah and they'll forget about that like i said if they're gonna go with hype or sales you're getting neither with this so i i don't really expect if you're gonna uh you know continue this maybe we get another bit of urban legend story down i i don't know i this book down the line, this can't go on that much yeah longer. i'm saying this book needs to just kind of go away these stories are just bad and you're running out of any stories to tell because you're stuck in this urban legends batman deal and so you get to the last story which uh, here we go with the super pets deal that a lot of people seem to like we didn't like because right away it was dealing with animal abuse and then out of nowhere guys who are talking about storage places, and then you're getting some poetry and write. It's all over the place. Did
1: you ever read Tolstoy Batman? Oh, my
0: God. Ace the Bat, Hound, and Hounded, part six of six. Mark Russell writing Carl Mostert, Trish Moville, and Steve Wands on art. So you go in here and you have Batman fighting this poor bear because they want to prove that Batman is Batman. He's being sold to the highest bidder, but... The thing was played out how do we know that it's batman under the Well, only batman could beat a bear (laughs) and they start fighting the bear and i just keep thinking of this poor bear is getting beat up at a point by batman but yet seems to know that batman is is the good guy there's no way this bear is just getting the crap kicked out of him and yeah everybody's mean everybody's cheering we know that this bear
1: has been terribly abused for years and years now has to fight batman and Batman does need to survive, go through this whole thing, but you kind of want a better resolution than just watching Batman beat up an abused bear.
0: I wanted Batman to run away from the bear, and then, hey, Batman doesn't run away from a bear. Oh my goodness! And they're like, is Batman fighting bear? And they're like, no, he has his costume on. See, you Stop got it. some <gasps> jokes there, Eric. <laughs> but he's there with this bear, and yeah, we saw how awfully treated this bear was, and you just feel bad for this bear. Everybody.
1: Everybody you feel bad for in this story, but not in a good way.
0: No, you end up where random people just come into the ring to take down the bear. Then Batman's going to fight them off. And what are you getting here? Because you get this main guy who seems to be very philosophical and he wants to, you know, talk Tolstoy. He wants to talk about how his life and how things have gone. In the meantime, I think that Mark Russell, oh, shit, this is a super pets deal. I better get them to show. Ace shows up out of fucking nowhere.
1: Oh, even the idea where you have this like kind of gigantic gated octagon, almost like it's a UFC fight, but just a bigger ring kind of thing where you have Batman and the bear squaring off, And in the freaking time, like, you know, where everybody is there trying to subdue Batman and the bear. Blood everywhere. Ace is just somehow inside the ring out of nowhere. Yeah, and I don't know no how he got there. And now he's going to be the hero of the story. But in order for us to get to that point, we have to have the bad guy tell us a story that Tolstoy wrote about A. A man and his son who owned a dancing bear, which goes on for pages.
0: And this has happened already in this book. We've exactly. already had this. So, yeah, it's infuriating it's because what are you telling here? What story? And it's the dancing bear. So I thought I don't know what I thought. I thought that they were going to go back. All of a sudden, the DJ, you know, with a big mouse head on eh, 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 and the bear was going to start dancing. I didn't know what was going to go on here. And then you just go back. You have a guy there. Hey, the storage everybody starts yelling shit ace is there out of nowhere all of a sudden the turtle flies in you the got super pets like a lot of puss i don't know what's happening and it's
1: all shot shot down because a guy is shooting at one of us the squirrel ends up hitting the <laughs> giant boiler that just yeah. happens to be there causing an explosion which takes the whole warehouse down and again we have a call back to what we had previously in the in the story it's like a guy is there i hate warehouses <laughs> and i'm like yes i know you hate warehouses uh... it's like damn the warehouses they're everywhere i'm like i don't why does Mark Russell decide to write a super I don't know pet her. story? But want to do anything but write a super pet well, story? Because
0: that's what they that's what he does. It, it's the same as a lot of these other writers where They end up where they have their own backdoor pilot ideas. What? Super Pets. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I think they walk away, you know, with their hands (laughs) because they have some evil plan that they're just going to throw in because this is far from
1: a Tom King to a degree, though, at the story time, because like Tom King likes to do the same thing where. It's like, I'm going to write about this. Then he gives us like, you know, half an issue with your musical note, like, you know, songs being played in the Uh, background. It's exactly like poetry or some kind of literature that he didn't have to write. When we have the idea where the bad guys talk about Tolstoy, which we've had similar things in the story before, it's like we're just filling a page space with stuff that doesn't matter overall because all the writer of this comic is doing is telling you there's better things than what I'm writing out there. So stop reading this and go read some of this because you don't want to. I'll just write it here for you anyway. Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah and i'm I'm looking at a page i mean legitimately in two panels of this one page batman is cold cocking this poor freaking Take bear that and then standing there where the bear it looks like it's crying they're laying there as everybody's yelling batman batman he's like no more you monsters no more what are you doing this is so bad and yet i see people are like oh it's the great i hope that this continues this story the, the, is people, terrible it 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 doesn't even. It, it just. It doesn't infuriate me because it's such a joke. But it also just makes me feel dirty. The idea where they're they're fighting these animals. And I'm then, just happy. I just want to know how Ace shows up. Took
1: the bear and we put it in the woods because I was really afraid that Batman was just going to have a, an abused bear on the Wayne Manor, freaking like you know, like uh, the property or something along those lines, along with all the other animal animals that Damien's collected over the years. But thankfully, we take the bear and the squirrel. We say, "Here's some woods." Go wander off, abuse super animals, Barry Allen. You go take the Speed Force, freaking uh, turtle.
0: Usually these animals like they've learned somebody This, this you cucumber turtle. All of a sudden, Bruce is like the next day he gets a paper, three youngsters mauled. He's like, oh shit! Like I better Boy clear this up. Killed by <laughs> <real bear. laughs> I Better clear this shit up because I think I might have done something wrong. All of a sudden, hey, it, hey, just,
1: it just becomes the like the edge with friggin' uh, with uh, Anthony, what the hell is it, guys, sir? Uh, Anthony well, was, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins yep. or The Revenant with Leo DiCaprio. With Leo,
0: I always put those as one movie, actually. Or just <laughs> go with Grizzly Man. I mean, you have him just out there. He's just mauling everybody, thinks that he's doing good. All right, here we go. Yeah, this this idea and hey, uh, you know, give what I think might be the ugliest looking flash ever. Give him that turtle. That oh, yeah, face is just squished. I don't know what happened. Because
1: even when the bear was was fighting Batman, though, you can see that he's having all of these almost PTSD animal flashbacks of being abused throughout this whole time. So who's to say that some Boy Scout troop out in the woods are doesn't do anything where they're like you know some fire crackles the bear loses his damn mind and all of a sudden yeah. it blacks out and kills all these things because it was a beautiful like, exactly look I don't know what you're doing Bruce but do better.
0: Some tells me like stumbles onto a highway and no, I don't know he's picking up cars and throwing them like a superhero now but yeah there's this whole deal he's at not one, a unicycle, at that's one for sure. point then like the bear's desperate to try to climb out of the cage and it's it's so sad plus this big explosion happens and then the big play is the main bad guy I- his daughter's like I'm getting the hell out of here and he's like nope I'm gonna look at my e- Fabergé egg and say you know what sometimes life is tough you know it ends the way that we this don't is your bu- problem guy shut the fuck up and get Run! out get out I- there and go to jail right to jail you asshole even at the one point he like looks over at what looks like a sea, you know his little cushion where maybe his daughter I, I don't even get it and then the one guy's like damn you storage facilities what i mean this is this is bad it's really and it's it's mark russell mark russell anything he does he just ended up doing the one story then didn't sell he has a book coming up with uh all red doing like a superman story it'll suck i'm just telling you right now I'm, I'm giving you a little bit of you know foreshadowing because he just can't get out of his own way in these books, and it's bad. This didn't need to be six issues. It didn't need to be one. It, it just, The series it doesn't bad. need to continue. No, this this Urban Legends needs to end. I don't think Let's anybody is really Urban getting it.
1: The things that people
0: talk about might be in the shadows, but not real things. I mean, things. seriously, if you want to go, are these hey, legendary Jim, stories?
1: Now that we're out in the woods and part of our Boy Scout group, let me tell you a scary story. Somewhere out there, I heard there's some bad Batman <laughs> stories all put together in like one big book, and it costs a bunch of money to have.
0: That's not real, is it? And I'm no. like, oh my God, I'm mauled by a bear. That's what happens. And, oh no, a bear. That's, that's also, a if, I'm, if I'm there and I'm a little kid, I'm a, a Boy Scout. That bear is horrifically scarred. I'm like, ah, I'm
1: Holy crap. Get out of the way. Look, I don't care if the bear is scarred or not. I see a
0: bear I'm running. Somehow I'm running, and I don't know, because I'm a, a smaller. The squirrel gets me, Eric. All of a sudden, he gets me right in the nuts. They're working together. Uh, but with all of that, what would you give this all? <laughs> it's so
1: bad. Four out of ten. There's, I'm telling you, the thing is, I can't give it lower just because you have some mixed things in here that you might find enjoyment out of, whether it's the art, parts of the story like that last page of the Alfred one shot, but ultimately... You have a big bag of crap here, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. Thankfully, this the, all of this is over now. We can put this all aside and look forward to the next big bag of crap. But it's okay right now because we don't know what that big bag of crap is. So if you open up that bag, which you expect to be crap, it might be gold. But don't
0: get your hopes up. It might just be like pee, right? That would be better. I'd Maybe say gold, it, but whatever. like I'd rather have like older. I don't, I
1: don't, crap. I don't want. I don't want any. It's not like I don't want to feces. open up, and
0: it's like recent diarrhea. That'd be disgusting. Yeah, you need want some old diarrhea? I want gold. You want old diarrhea? I just want it, at least it's like hardened up, and I can you know maybe do some pranks just, or just something. Have with hopes. I can just, just sit there hopes, and yeah. like, oh my god, this is what I always wanted. But yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go three point five. My exp- expectations too high. I don't know. One of the things though is, and again, we don't like it, but having all new stories next month. Maybe that'll be the key. But if we end up like, oh, my God, here we go. Another bunch of, you know, duds that go six issues then we might be done. We might be done with that even here on the podcast. So we shall see. But we're going to move to the next book. A little better, a little better than this one. We we start out with a doozy. What's the next book?
1: Superman, Son of Kal-El, number 12, written by Tom Taylor with art by cn Torme, Uh, Ruari Coleman, Scott Hanna, Ralph Fernandez, Federico Blee, Matt Herms, and Dave Sharp. we got a lot of people on this book. For whatever reason, though, it didn't feel like that when I was reading it, you know. We have the continuation of The Rising. Maybe eventually The Rising will happen with Henry Bendix over there in the island nation of Gamora when he puts together his post-human army and sells him to the highest bidder. But until that happens, we're going to have John just going around and doing John things that feel like they might be Superman, but that's not quite because In this issue, we have to find out Lex Luthor's connection to Henry Bendix and what their next step is going to be, and in order to do that, we have to fool one of the smartest people in the DC universe, Lex Luthor, with one of the most ridiculous goddamn ruses you could ever imagine. Like, you know what we need to do? We need to get inside LexCorp over there. How are we going to do that? Because he has his people in there. Like, they'll never let us in. They'll always know that we came in there. What if we got billionaire Dick Grayson to go in there and have a meeting, and he puts in a listening device that'll disintegrate within 24 hours? You know what? That's the perfect plan, Batman. Thanks for coming up with it because the idea, that is the the linchpin of this entire story for that plan to work. And it does. But the problem with that is Lex Luthor knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. He knows that Dick Grayson is Nightwing. He knows that he's up to some shenanigans. So unless all of this is Lex being the smartest person in the room and allowing this to go on because he wants the heroes to know what he's talking about... This book is garbage, and that's what we have right here, though, because I don't know that's the case.
0: Yeah, and if that's the play, you do have Lex in the background. He's been a little bit annoyed by Bendix. He seems to not want to be that involved with him, but I don't get the feel. Rising's of that. taking
1: a little bit too long for Lex too, and yeah,
0: and I, I. But I don't get the feel that that's the case. And this would be one of those things where if you do twist it around, because even if you did, if people didn't know, Lex does know in this continuity at least the batman deal where then no, lex no. is too smart anyway to not figure exactly. out exactly even when
1: we had in the batman series with the, like joshua williamson's batman inc story where the idea where lex talked to bruce about his son you know with the, being the billionaire like he knows everything he's talking about like with the idea that bruce, bruce is who dick is and stuff like that even the idea when you killed nightwing before during forever evil and stuff like that knew about uh, dick grace and, and that's nightwing. where you, you start that
0: all with lex ended up showing up with wayne manor and now Alfred- for and open the door, and Lex said, "Get me Batman." I don't know what you're talking. Stop Shut it, up, man. Alfred. Get that. Ba- and then even then, continuing on to the Batman Ink stuff and whatnot, y- you keep going with that. So Lex is too smart. Lex is also even if he didn't know that, I think he's too smart to not have something that's constantly sweeping his room, especially his main office. That you go, oh well, he sweeps it every morning. No, no, no. You're not going to be able to put a listening device that easily into Lex's main office there and get away with it. He's going to figure that out right away. And then you, you try to play that game. It's nonsense. And so I hope that he's doing that on purpose.
1: Even when you have Dick Grayson come in for his meeting. So what's this I hear about the
0: Gamora Corps, huh?
1: Where did you hear about that? Well, I heard it from some people. Yes, I bet you did.
0: This is a six-year-old trying to figure out what their presents are for Christmas. Like, so did you see that commercial for that? Or it's even the idea of them playing. Then you get a scene where I swear to God, you might as well have Dick Grayson say, what is this a city made for ants? It's perfect for it. He's just, they're going, oh my, this is who I want it. Lex Luthor is saying, oh my God, I'm glad you came Dick Grayson because I want to know exactly what you did because I want to make things great like you. All he has done is set up this crazy, like, carnival land in the and middle of Bloodhaven. Even hay, the he has idea, that though,
1: that, like, it's like Dick Grayson is now, like, funding the truth, which go would a about and stuff like that. But even when you have this meeting and Lexco, is like this, I actually heard there was a program operating out of Gamora. Oh, did you? Something called, I don't know, the Rising? Um, the, ri- the, ri- the Rising?
0: The Rising? This is legitimately, and my-
1: And as he's doing this, he's putting his hand underneath Lex's desk and putting the bugger right down. Like, all of this is just so over the top, on the nose. I'm like, the thing is, I hate this issue. I, I hate parts of this issue. It's just of this silly. key aspect to it. But the idea, if this isn't a ruse, it's some of the worst writing I've seen of Lex Luthor and the Bat Family and John Kent and anything like this. Because on top of, I, I see when I see this story, I just have the idea as the writing, the, the writing behind it just has one thing that goes towards like, Make whatever I need to do happen no matter what, because, okay, you start the story off besides for Dick Grayson finding out about the rising Lex Luthor and stuff like that. Tom Taylor wants to get some more accolades. So what he's going to do, he's going to bring crypto into this book. To do that, we're going to have John Kent, John Kent you know, fly to the, the safe house that Batman has put Mom and Pa Ken in and Lois Lane because there's something coming for the house. It looks like a missile. I don't know. It's coming straight for us. All for the tension to be risen. Oh my God, it's crypto. Crypto's here. Why? Where's crypto been? Doesn't matter. Crypto's just here. Let's move on.
0: And that again, I said that a lot of times in the Nightwing book. Somebody else shows up to save the day. That's kind of what this is. And it's funny when you say about the whole Dick Grayson, like the rising deal. It does remind me. My wife has had some problems with maybe the painkillers, and we would go, and she would like go to the doctor or wherever, and they'd be like, okay, well. Do you want like some pink? I don't. What are those oxyconins? I'm like, really? You you really playing this guy? That's what it seems like.
1: Something to laugh about, but come on.
0: What is this Rizzing? Oh no, no, that's the oh. Is that in Gamora? It's Gamora. Lex is too smart for this. This is so over the top. And the problem is, I think, and Tom King did an interview this week about you know this book or Tom Taylor. I'm sorry, and then Tom Taylor said like. Yeah, you know, we haven't had John do a lot. He's not punching it. You are at a point where you have to get things going. And so they seem very forced, even with crypto just showing up out of nowhere to blast the deal. And then even with this idea that you're going to have this senator who is on the take, but then ends up being an octopus tentacle monster as if people are going to still be behind
1: that. We need our action in our Superman story. So coming out of nowhere, we know that fault line, one of the post humans that, you know, in the beginning of this whole story, who was dropped on the Kent family farm for, we took that person before that two star labs out of nowhere. Fault line was released and then dropped on the Kent family farm. Oh my God, how did this happen? And we found out through that whole thing that it was, you know, the Senator and Henry Bendix and stuff like that. And we have footage of that. So now we're going to like, you know, show the senator, hey, what is your connection to Gamora and all this other stuff? I have no connection. But it seems more than just a post-human thing, because before you just have people who seem like they are soldiers who are controlled remotely by, you know, Henry Bendix and stuff like that to be his Gamora Corps. When you have the senator, he's like, I don't know what's going on. I can't go against him. Why not? And he just turns into a gigantic octopus person. And it just seems like a weird situation where. I don't know, like, you know, when he was taken over, how these powers work, or honestly, how the post humans work. I just know that Henry Bendix has an army. He can make them do whatever he wants, apparently. And it's just, okay, here's John fighting the senator who's now an octopus man.
0: Yeah. And how are they going to play this off? The idea before it was he would end up fighting somebody and then remotely. Bendix would kill them, making it seem like John had killed them and get everybody against John. All this maybe to set up, oh, we need our post humans here. The rising will save you all and get the city. All of a sudden, the center turns into a tentacle monster. And I'm like, you kind of misplayed here.
1: I got to go with the whole idea because I was calling bullshit before this, because while you have people all here in Washington, D.C., you go to the Capitol building and I do not see them allowing this. no. This man, this this boy man who has a chameleon mask on and a camera in here past security with this freaking mask on obscuring his identity and stuff like that to go and see a U.S. senator. All of this seems like bullshit to me. But for some reason, we need to have this because on top of the action, like our big cliffhanger is, while this is like the Capitol building is all coming down, you know, Jay has to go and phase through something, which makes his mask come off because for whatever reason. And it's like, oh, my God, everybody knows that Jay Nakamura is now the leader of the truth. I'm like, does anybody really care? <laughs> it's not Chameleon Boy.
0: We laugh about the idea of Lex Luthor and the cartoons getting Wally. Well. Oh, I don't know who that is. I mean, most of you are like, who the hell is that? Plus, he goes into this tentacle monster senator so he can get that remote out to maybe save him, whatever. I yes. think the guy's dead. You don't phase into somebody's brain and his steal and then just pop out with this. Hey, everything's fine. But yeah, the big play is oh crap. Well, John
1: was able to do with X-ray vision and yeah, heat vision you know, before. That
0: doesn't make sense either. But if you're actually phasing in there to grab it, I think it's a little worse. But you end up with this, oh crap. And now oh my, and now we're going to play with this mom and, you know, we're well, going to have it's that so sort funny of deal, too, but it's not that interesting.
1: If I'm Bendix, I have a problem right now where a U.S. senator who's under my thumb just turned into an <laughs> octopus person yeah. in front of a lot of people, in front of a lot of cameras. How am I going to spin this? Well, I'll tell you how I spin this because when this is all going down and the senator starts freaking out, the first thing that happens is that crypto hits him with a freaking a jolt of heat blast out of his eyes. So you have crypto attacking a U.S. senator with heat vision. I'm saying this is monster vision that these alien dogs have that turned my U.S. or the U.S. senator into this monster, man, because that is the first thing that happens. Crypto, unprovoked, shot a U.S.
0: senator with his heat vision. So what are you going to do? I mean, would Tom Taylor go as far with that where they're like, you better turn over that crazy alien dog because you can't really get them. It would be almost like doing that. But I don't know if he's going to play that. But the weird part is the senator's done. I mean, he's a technical monster. People are going to freak out. Somebody's going to look into this, though. The, the play here isn't just well, we are, well, oh technical guy
1: that he was with Henry but Bendix and got be star. Also, Labs. what
0: gets me is I I laugh when Bendix takes over and they're yelling Bendix, yeah, and he's just going with it. Bendix, who? But yeah, they all know that the jig is up and gone here. I just so. want to
1: know what this octopus power is because the heat vision from Crypto I think would have killed the senator. But for some reason, because of his octopus transformation powers, he was able to take this blast
0: and be OK. Yeah, he gets it and smash. It's just over the top. Tentacle saved monster. Him by phasing
1: through the octopus body, getting the freaking control chip out of him. But nobody cares about that because everybody has their phones on Jay Nakamura for some reason. Like, this is the biggest thing that's going on right now.
0: And is this mask now still in the head of the tentacle monster? Because it seems like he takes it out of his brain. And No, he, 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 he
1: has it right there. It's in John's hand.
0: He takes it off just to, like. So he can see or I don't even get it. But then he I doesn't know, have it in either. his hands. and I, then, I like yeah, to, yeah, I like that to but think it's still
1: inside. The I of don't know how body. John
0: got it then because he ended up taking it off and then it's not in his hands. I don't know what's in his brain. Uh but yeah, at the end, you said, oh, my God, Jay, you're masking That's the funniest thing where you see Jay there and he's like, hey, I got oh, it. Shit. I didn't even think anything of it. It's <laughs> just like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, my God, your mask. I'm like, oh, that's that's the and cliffhanger. Now that
1: everybody knows that Jay Nakamura is the truth. His identity is revealed. He's going to go and blame John Kent, his boyfriend, and he's going to go and turn heel and be the bad guy going that's forward. That's what right? you
0: want. I was I on the I want. I was on the critical thinking podcast uh, or the YouTube deal today, and we were talking about that. And I did say that a lot of people seem to want that. They want to have Jay, because it seemed like he was set up originally to be the bad guy. And that would be a a little twist.
1: What he calls the truth out there. I don't know if he's like, it's his version of the truth, because that's what seems to be a hot button item, even in fucking Wonder Woman. But just everywhere you go, the idea of what the truth is, is it fake news? Is it real news? It all depends on where you get your information from, who you trust, and where your freaking loyalty stands, and like you know, your biases stand. But the idea where I think that Jay has a certain idea that well, he wants the truth out there. He wants his own truth out there, and if John will help me get it, I think he will turn the tides and be a, a heel against Superman.
0: Maybe we'll we'll see. I don't know. I mean, this it's a weird setup, and we had wanted at a point. I, don't I mean, know how we're if getting he, there, but no, I don't either, and and we have to get there pretty quick. Coming up in the fall, you're gonna have uh, Cal superman his dad come back and have a crossover with john there so i don't know how that's going to go but that's two issues or so in the deal i think that things are just going to push forward very forced like this you end up out of nowhere
1: is the rising going to end before it starts yeah I,
0: maybe it never really rose fully it's like the when lowering. i bake a cake eric it never rises enough or bread maybe but you yeah, the lowering the middling i don't know you know, the is not bad. That's where I feel like we're at. The idea, and it is kind of mid. I mean, it, it does work a bit because I do like the characters here. I actually don't mind. A lot of people will not get past the idea that John has aged up. You got to get past that at points. And I yeah, kind of, I, I want to have more stories. And I want to see John, like you had said before about John struggling and not knowing what to do. And that kind of gets pushed aside because it's all. You know, John and Jay, but not even enough of that. I mean, you're not getting enough of anything. You're just kind of there. It always feels like
1: whenever we're dealing with one kind of aspect of our character here, the next thing always wants to move on to something else. So We never have time to really process or explore the feelings of John Kent with what he's dealing with at that moment.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking about the whole idea, like, John comes back, and the big thing, you know, it's, you know, worldwide news that John comes out, he's bisexual, and his boyfriend, Jay, and you go and have that moment with Lois, where Lois is like, oh, my God, I accept out? you, right? Well, he ended up to his family and friends, at least. Okay, seems, I just said it was a
1: worldwide thing, like you said, well, no, I'm that worldwide,
0: I'm, like, I'm saying in real life, you had oh, everybody you. talking about it. I, so, I don't
1: deal with this real world shit, I live in the DC universe. With
0: all that, I mean, you could have, like you said, you then push away from it, you know, okay, Lois- why didn't you have something where Lois legitimately hadn't seen her son in seven years and maybe like, oh, my God, I don't know anything about him. Let me learn more about you. Let me hang out. She just kind of like, oh, yeah, I always knew here. Give me a hug. Boom. And done. And it, that's I, how this book is. You don't have enough of, you know, the info I, I or I enough of reading setup. this
1: issue this week. And I had the craziest idea thinking about the truth and what is the truth, of the news, fake news, whatever you want to call it, the idea that we're playing with so many things because of how the world is anymore. And I just kept thinking about Nightwing, the book Nightwing and Blockbuster. He needs to take down that awful Dick Grayson because he doesn't want his blood haven to be like this. And the best way to do it in my mind is thinking about all the connections we have with the Tom Taylor books like this. If I'm Blockbuster, the way I am taking down Dick Grayson, I am putting out a press conference talking about Dick Grayson funds an organization whose leader, Jay Nakamura,
0: is dating somebody who is 11 years old. Yeah, because nobody would know and have official documents about the idea because really... You know, John ended up aging off in tiny stuff. The owner
1: of the truth, his, his boyfriend, was uh, born 11 years ago. Oh,
0: my goodness. Yeah. So, blocked and reported that. But And it's, the thing is, it's not a lie. It's just not the exact truth. Yeah, it's not really the truth. They'd have to explain it. Just imagine you're like, well, no, I was in a volcano. With Ultraman, I was was on a parallel
1: Earth with a guy who looked like my father, who fed me pigs every now and again and cried at me for seven years. Story
0: time, is it? Here it was only two weeks. Cha, Molester. Ultraman was just (laughs) yelling at him about, you know, global warming and shit. That's why he came back with an agenda. But you end up where you're not dealing with these things enough. You really aren't. I want the devil in the details. Yeah. And with Lex, I hope that I, I really wanted to see Lex as they're listening in. And Batman's like, oh, my God. And Lex is like talking directly. He's like under the desk saying it right into it.
1: It's an audio bug that Dick put underneath of Lex's desk. At the thing, at the one point, though, when Jay's like, all right, the audio frequency is coming. Next thing you know, he's watching Lex talk to freaking Henry Bendix visually. I don't even know how this is working.
0: Oh, it works out. Now, if you end up having Jay being a bad guy and the truth not on the up and up, you really have made both dick grayson and lois lane look like schmucks and i don't think you'll do that dick grayson looks into it he funds it lois lane she's all in she's their star reporter and i think that you're they're too smart to have i just don't know i don't know how you you play this out pulitzer prize winning lois lane didn't do her homework as you and that would be a great way for lex to get himself like just throw that stuff in but All in all, you keep saying that you thought that Jay was going to be a bad guy. I just keep thinking that he's going to die and this is going to be something that's going to set John off. And then we're going to find out he's a bad guy because we think he's dead, but he's faking his death. Oh, my goodness. But- yeah, it ends with, oh, my God, Jay Nakamura's his chameleon mask that he was allowed in to just harass Doesn't make any sense. He's harassing. I've seen videos where, you know, people try to yell Look, at a senator, a congressman, and those people get tackled immediately.
1: We need to do our homework, not a homework, but to figure out, you know, the truth behind comic books. Let's make our way this week to Washington, D.C., where we no, put on masks and we try to do oh, this where's see the what chameleon happens. mask? I'll put on a hoodie and a chameleon mask and hold up a camera. Let's see how things work out
0: for camera us. Camera in one hand, tablet in another. Oh, you just you. Like, you dress as Superman too. Okay, I'll do the Superman. <laughs> all right. Uh, but what did you give this? I'm getting tased. All I think right. <laughs> the thing is, Don't tase me, bro. That's what I'm yelling the whole time as I'm crapping my pants. My
1: score will definitely change later on if we do come to find out that Lex Luthor is in fact the smartest man in the room and let all of this happen because he is the smartest man and knew all this stuff going on because he's trying to take down Henry Benix and allow the heroes to do it without him looking like he's helping as well. If that's the case, my score will change. But as it's presented to me right now from what we've got so far in Superman, And the idea of what Tom Taylor does with continuity, knows about and stuff like that, I'm giving this a 5.8 out of 10.
0: I'm going to give it a six and I'm going to put a little caveat here. I don't need the ending where Lex then pretends that he was like we're saying that he knew now because Lex is always that guy at the end to go. Oh, yeah, I knew that was there or whatever. We're not talking that we're talking that. Yeah, he knew, and this is his way out to make Bendix look bad and kind of get out with that.
1: His way of helping to bring down Bendix without Bendix knowing that he was doing
0: this. In all of this going on, Lex ends up just, you know, meeting up with Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson out of nowhere says, hey, what's up with that Gamora Bendix and the (laughs) Rising? I mean, really. And then even then. Where'd you hear that? Oh, you know. What worries me is then he ends up explaining that even more when you end up having lex talk to it oh how do you oh you know those billionaires they hang billionaires out together like to talk. i'm like oh my goodness you're even explaining your own nonsense here so that means you're on the up so I, I, just, I am
1: worried but i do hope it comes out that lex Luthor was in on this makes this all work out in the end but for the way it plays out this issue i just can't I, I can't guarantee that so i have to go i like the art a lot i like the stuff but crypto just showing up for no reason whatsoever because people love crypto shooting senator with heat vision out of nowhere letting people in with masks you know and dogs super dogs all this stuff into the freaking u.s Capitol. there's a lot of problems with the story that's why i put it on my tagline for like the header of the written review it's like make it happen because every aspect of this is just make it happen no
0: matter what yeah and so are we gonna get like does your score go down when they have to put down crypto like, it, this is almost like oh, when dude. he was, remember when he was what? the wolf and he was playing no, no, people no. and shit? No, It's not
1: even that, because when I saw him heat vision that US senator, and I thought, I thought it was going to be another aspect where, like, Bendix did this and people weren't going to know about it at first. I went back to the whole thing back in, like, I want to say it was the early 2000s, but it was a Superman issue of where crypto goes and bites Mongols' throat out, and then Superman has to lock crypto away in the force of solitude because... Crypto was a bad dog. It was all narration like that that broke my heart. I'm like, oh my god, no, not again.
0: Yeah, and so what happens here? I I get the idea they're going to say, well, it was a ta-. he didn't know that as much that I mean he just fell out of tact and
1: Crypto bites Mongo. I talk about it sometimes.
0: Yeah, I'm worried about right. Crypto and what they're going to do. Poor Crypto just got back on Earth where we thought he was dead before, and now he's killing people or at least shooting them. So we'll have to see how that works out did you find the issue yet uh, i the, found
1: the picture of crypto doing it it's, it's just not saying it in the freaking description here
0: yeah because remember when the new 52 crypto that was more of that wolf type deal oh, you yeah. were worried you were worried it was gonna happen again. Yeah, look wild and the next thing you know crypto goes there's that bear with them you got the turtle they are on the hunt eric they're gonna go and kill everybody but while we do that, what it? Looks is like it looks like it's oh.
1: Superman number 170, volume two, written by Jeff Lowe. Is it called so Bad I, Boy? I think
0: that,
1: I think that might That's be what I call it. Because no, I'm going through this whole thing. I'm actually on a site going through... Something with just crypto. And I don't know because I do have the picture on here eventually. But So
0: what you're telling me is you want to have Philip Kennedy Johnson reveal that this whole world world saga is based on he wants revenge because of what crypto did. He's pissed off, Eric. Well,
1: I'm pretty sure that that Mongo was killed by Mongols you Jr. You can never tell like with that.
0: Mongo. I mean, the, how many Mongols are there? It's like my family. Who knows how many kids I have? I don't know. Like even the, even Shout the page. Out that father's <laughs> day, Eric.
1: I guess. <laughs> even even the page uh, where crypto goes and bites out Mongols, it's like, Crypto was a good dog
0: who did a bad thing. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's not great. Eric. That's it so I, sad. Go look this up, everybody. That's how to I ended it. up getting upset about the good boy story, the Tom King that led to the whole Ace and how he yeah, had that. I just I like felt that bad. I just it made me feel like that Mark Russell story a bit. But, I don't like that story. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, what's next?
1: Next up, we have I Am Batman number ten, written by John Ridley with RFI, Christian Ducey, Rick's Locus, and Troy Pateri. And in this issue, we continue our hunt for Man Ray, as we also have to protect Mayor Villanueva, who Man Ray has put his sights on. So is the idea that it's the mayor who brought a bat, a black Batman to New York City, gave him his own strike force bat and stuff like that, put him on the payroll, essentially. Is this mayor actually a piece of crap like everybody else who Man Ray has you know, killed previously, whether or not it's a child trafficker, a bigoted freaking police commissioner? What is up with Bill, uh, uh, Mayor Villanueva?
0: Villanueva, yeah.
1: We're not going to find out though. We're just going to ask some questions and then move on. I don't. I don't think a...
0: that he's that sus. I think that it's going to end up being well, you hired the Batman. It's all going to twist and turn. But well,
1: that is the thing because Man Ray once he did confront Batman for the first time, or the idea that Batman being in New York City, like you know, inspired Man Ray to go and clean up the trash in the neighborhood just like Batman is doing, and when Batman attacked, him, like. You're a piece of shit, Batman. I don't like you anymore. Is it the case that, you know, Man Ray's changing up his MO because just to get back at Batman? That's a good thing. I mean, a good idea. Or the I mean,
0: idea that you can twist it the idea that he is a vigilante, he just comes in and a mayor shouldn't hire a vigilante. I'm just so concerned about that iron with the spikes. It freaks me the hell out. It doesn't make sense Including to me. iron, yeah. yeah. it just doesn't make sense the way it is. You, you can't iron clothes like that. You're going to rip them, Eric. Like you iron clothes. There's blood all over Yeah, I don't think I ever have. Uh, but yeah, so you go through this, and this again, we just talked about Son of kal and how that seemed to kind of, okay, we got to get moving and whatnot. Well, that's
1: the thing. It's this a didn't degree, have
0: to. I'm really, really enjoying a bit, it. And
1: it still is to the point where I am waiting for what I think like for me to actually know that the rising is happening. In this, I wanted this to be the slow burn because we feels like we just got Batman, this Batman in New York City for his new status quo, and he confronted this evil for the first time ever, and it, it shook Yo know, Jace Fox more than he's ever been shook before, and he's had to get over this. Now it just seems like we're almost putting a pin in this, okay, let's move on. I'm like, no, wait, you were just you just started something that was really interesting, really cool, and almost like Jace Fox's own rogue gallery where he has to go up against the crazy that a Batman brings. And how is he going to do that? And it feels like it's over. And I can only hope, like the idea where I hope that Lex Luthor is the smartest person in the room in Superman, where I can only hope in this... That this is like the second act of the Dark Knight movie, where the Joker gets arrested because that's what he wants to happen. Where Man Ray is taken down in this issue, and Detective Chubb has to shoot another detective who's going to murder Man Ray. And it's the idea like, is Man Ray just creating this gigantic like um boiling pot chaos? He's like police department yeah. chaos. Exactly. Is is this what Man Ray? I have plan a feeling we're for? moving away. Are we aside. just moving away because so, uh, we're, yeah. we're done with it now? I'm like, I hope that's not the case.
0: Here's the only stats that I saw when I end up reading this. I'm like, oh my god, like Man Ray was a cool, slow burn and would have been one of those things. And you don't really have that much in comics anymore with that idea of that, like really in the background, you end up having Man Ray really manipulating. Tom King tried to say that his whole Batman run was Bane, but we know that that kind of ended up you know, being retroactively explained or whatnot. But when what you that? have it this,
1: Titus started to say that Bane did freaking A Day. I don't believe that shit either.
0: When you end up having this, you end up where you're starting a new ArcNet, it ends up being a trade that would end in December right as you end Dark Crisis and I'm thinking that maybe this book is just going to end and the end game will be Chubb in trouble and Batman trying to figure I out what he's going to do I need
1: Batman to confront Jace Fox I need that issue or two issue story kind of thing where Batman confronts the new Batman
0: here's the thing if we're going to play with a connected universe I mean you end up like Luke Fox he's going into space you end up at all these weird things Luke Fox is doing stuff with female Furies and Harley Quinn and space I want Luke here and I want something and, and is I is that going to become the new Justice League Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems. Or the end of Batwoman. Where yeah. you had the end of Batwoman book where she had that what, crazy. What was her game. team? The unknowns? I always say, I always make it because the outsiders, who you yeah, know, obviously the, the deal, then the, yeah, it was so crazy. Ragman there and Clayface. You Clayface. end up, so with this, a lot of people pish posh this yeah, book, the unknowns. And, yeah, the unknowns. So you end up where taking Jace to New York. That was cool. And you end up having his own space. A lot of people are saying, oh, they're admitting failure. He's out of Gotham, but he didn't need to be in Gotham. And I like him here in New York. I really wanted to have where I like the character. We have been with him, even with the digital stuff and all that futures. I would like for at the end, maybe he would change the name like he doesn't need to be Batman, especially now in New York City. It is kind of a shame that he's not his own character, because I think that he is pretty intriguing and I like him. But yeah, once you end up where it looks like, like, what are we going to do with Dark Crisis? And after that, is this book going to continue? The sales are plummeting on it, which is a shame. And it seems like the New York City, where we enjoy is. it more in New York City, people have bailed. Uh, but he did give people a chance to jump on, but also to jump off at that point. But I do like this. It's like I, the
1: ultimate chance to jump on, though, to uh, separate it from the rest of the bat books that are out there and make it its own identity, which I feel like it did. It's saying it own identity,
0: like, but he's still Batman. It, exactly, it's a but shame. he's Chase Fox Batman. I know. And it's a different
1: city. It's a different way of doing things. It's a more street level Batman who's still trying to find his way, which I find ultimately interesting. But now it just seems like, all right, we need to move, like, do, like, finish up a lot of stuff fast. So I got, re- I'm telling you, I got done this issue, and I got really worried the book's getting canceled. Like, next it's, week.
0: Gu- it's going to be canceled sometime. Like. You're starting a new arc.
1: Because we were on a good pace with this book. It had a good feeling with each and every issue with the progression that we had with all the story that it was telling. And out of nowhere, it's like, hit the fast forward, boys. We got to like finish off everything we're doing right now.
0: I go with the idea of a trade. Like if you had two five-issue trade, but you might actually only have a couple more issues and then they end it. Uh, oh, and uh,
1: Batwoman's the unknown team. It was Red Alice, Ragman, Clayface, and Etrigan. Yeah, Etrigan so in weird. Space.
0: Such a weird neighbor in space. I remember when they ended up like coming out of space and and Clayface like went around them, like almost like Groot. It's like, it's the end of the battle.
1: Uh, Let's just go balls to the wall. Crazy. Cause only have a few but issues. It seems left.
0: like that Harley book's going to be, but I would have liked, <laughs> I mean, we say like the idea and I said, Batman, he doesn't get to, and he is his own guy. He is his own Batman, but people won't end up giving him a chance. You could have just had him be batwing, which would have set him up to piss off his brother, which could have gotten him in. That might have been a little better play but they went this way we're enjoying it but in this like you said we end up man Ray, the worst worst name worst ever. Name. guy running around with a, an iron he's an artiste. you know a clothes iron with with spikes on it i mean he's worse as to you go. i
1: brought the idea of that other guy just sounding like that jay park to sounding like one of the like a random survivor and dead by daylight man ray looks like a random killer that they created for that game
0: yeah yeah he's just there and so with that his whole MO he takes down bad people you yeah, have i mean a lot of people bad in this including you know what is pretty much mob justice guys there almost the whole New York PD is down the police are
1: pieces of crap here and the idea is this serial killer killed our commissioner. Yeah, he was a piece of crap, but he was our commissioner. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to get our own justice. This is not, this guy ain't seen the inside of jail, so we're going to take care of this old school. But the idea is you have like, it seems like the whole idea of this story, the side plot to this I am Batman, seems like it's just too copped and it's over right now. And All they do is like, they look at Chubb and they look <laughs> at Batman and that's the entire progression of their detective work to get to Man Ray. So they're just standing in the background and watching and like, okay, let's go and get him I'd watch
0: more. I'm telling you, if I'm these two guys and the one guy's like, Hey, you know, we have to do do. Pro- what are you talking? You do process with your fancy lingo. I'm going to go and shoot. P- I would just sit tight because I'd say, hey, back in the day, what we do, we let the guy get arrested. He's in his cell. I turn off. The- like, let him come to us. Let Batman take him down. But they're going to go out and no ways. Batman, if Batman gets in the way, I'm going to get a two for one and go and it's just it's really over the top because even the
1: idea with everything that we're pushing on on fast forward here to get to the story done with the cops and like you know batman overcoming his shookness coming up against man ray and you know taking down man ray and doing all this stuff in the background it seems like we have like one page to really set up what we're dealing with next which feels like i don't know maybe because i don't remember but it feels out of nowhere to me because in the previous issue i believe it was where jace went to Hidea and said Hey, do you see anything in these like crime scene photos? I know it's crazy that I'm just showing you crime scene photos out of nowhere because I'm just Chase Fox, not Batman Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not but, Batman. Like, do you see anything weird? Well, let me ask you this. Do you know the artist Man Ray? Right? Well, let's go to the <laughs> museum and look at things. It's the weirdest progression that we had for that. And it really threw me off. I think it was last issue. But here we have the whole idea where Hidea calls up, you know, Jason, the idea is like, hey, well, what's going on? Did you like, you know, I'm looking at that stuff you gave me. Well, listen, I've got some info. You were asking me about that hot list thing. And I'm like, what? What's he asking about a hot list thing? He's like, best I can tell, the hot list is like a minor urban legend, a list of some of the most powerful people in business, politics, and all of their dirty deeds. Legend goes, hey, fucking legend, if somebody had the list, they could blackmail all of the people on it to do as told. I'm like, is this really something that we talked about previously? Because it feels like it's out of nowhere to hit me. And,
0: and she's giving him that info. And then he goes, is that real? And she's like, I don't know. I'll check the Illuminati and Slenderman. I'm like, what are we playing here? <laughs> you're telling me info and now you're saying that it's not i like, believe you're that...
1: ending the man race stuff and i feel like maybe that's connected with the freaking hot list and that's how he's choosing his victims and stuff like that but it also it feels like something that's going to be the next part of the story now, going forward i, that I you don't just have know. to bring up here as the pseudo setup
0: i i didn't know if you know that uh you know her last name is deus machina because every time they call her and get us it, like hey what do you know now oh get this <laughs> and it just tells you this crazy shit so
1: whoever controls the list. Controls the world. I'm like, you are fucking dramatic
0: as hell, Dea. <laughs> I bet you the Colonel Sanders is on that. Eric, with we be the eyes. You end up with all that stuff where you have. does like, like the Colonel Chicken. <laughs> I, don't care what his says. I crave it once every fortnight. You end up where they Crit- go. Then <laughs> do you know that they have a new series based on that? Actually, right now. So I'm wearing an axe murder. Yeah, of no, of the pentablet or whatever he called it in that. So I married an axe murderer. I'll, I'll show you when we're done okay. here. But yeah, with all of this stuff, then I don't know that the mayor is that bad. I mean, he I mean, he says, listen, they looked into me. Everybody can have the sus. deal. I actually think that he's kind of on a bit of the up and up. Everybody has their little kinks, as we talked about earlier. But are you going to kill a guy with a clothes iron with teeth because they like a girl in leather? I don't leather. know. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't like wearing it myself, Eric. But Look, I have my own kinks where I like killing people who have kinks who have leather. Where did you get this idea, though, that there's Man Ray, right? He's an artiste. This guy. I think he's an asshole, but he ends up showing up <laughs> with a clothes iron with spikes on a chain and this guy takes down
1: totally dead by daylight this
0: guy takes down trained security guys who are probably all guys who are military Everybody, guys and
1: I, mili- like ex-military guys all armed to the fucking teeth to the, the mayor's secure personal security he walks up with a <laughs> knife and a fucking clothes iron a, a
0: knife and a clothes iron on on a chain and he takes these guys down they're, and they're not at the point where they're like, oh, I can't fire. These guys are there to protect the mayor at all costs. They are shooting to kill nothing. I, they barely get one shot off. A couple guys shoot, and he ends up grabbing another guy. I mean, this guy ends up being Steven Seagal. He's and make- I don't mean now. I mean, before, again, yeah, John Wick. The thing is, I, I don't want to bring up Steven Seagal. Nobody Segal wants to be Steven Seagal. I mean, even I'm the telling you. Steven
1: Seagal then is the Steven Seagal we know now, just with more,
0: less information. He does those things where he puts out and he clotheslines people and they go down hard and heavy. I like that. He's the Jean Claude Van Damme here of Man Race. Just He's John the Wick. artiste. It's just, just crazy. Ray. But where did this happen? This guy's an artiste. Is he? Are we going to find out? So, I don't know what I'm I'm he is. You, he
1: takes out the security, he goes to the man. Let's make you beautiful. The way
0: that the g- guy can, you know, make your entrails look like, I don't know, wings. I mean, the guy has a method here, Eric. I'm in. Well, that's just called practice. He's the Banksy of awful serial killer nonsense, and I'm in for it. But in this, he's now John Wick. He's going around as he's just, he still keeps yelling. I mean, as he's knifing, you're beautiful now. i that at this one
1: point when he is chasing the mayor and the mayor's crawling away with a knife in his legs, stuff like this. I felt like it was the beginning of like Resident Evil, or he's becoming a zombie. Because instead of itchy, tasty, though, or freaking like itchy, scratchy, yeah, yeah, frightful, awful, ghastly, gruesome, grisly, unpleasant, foul, nasty, grim, vile, disgusting, revolting, repellent, repugnant, grotesque. Aren't you tired of it? I'm exhausted. So let's make something out of you, Mister Mayor. Yeah, make I laugh you at it. He
0: runs up to me and he's like, I can't help you. And I'm the only one who survives. <laughs> he's like, I think somebody got to you beforehand. I'm like, really? Come on, get me. Kill me, man. Right. He's like now and walks away. And one guy looks like he hits that one guy over the head. With that fucking closed iron deal, that guy's head is off. They're shooting each other. I mean, it is, it's is—it's way over the top. I am making a horror movie with this because it is a great one. When you do this, you ended up having initially Jace Fox, Fox froze a bit. He, didn't, he wasn't used to this and level of crazy of and then got that. So you can say the guy had some. But after this, then you're showing this guy can take down five, ten people. And then you have Jace to show up and beat the shit out of him this well, time. Well, that's the
1: thing is you have what Jace would consider for the first time coming face to face with pure chaotic evil and stuff like that. And Jace Fox goes at it headstrong. Like it. So there's no kind of shookness to him. But then we even learn there's more to the man right than just, you know, making people beautiful by bringing their insides out, because now he's he is waiting in the wings for this whole thing to be on the streets with Batman. He has a freaking switch that he's blowing up cars with explosive homemade explosive like I don't know who this guy is, but I really do hope. I really hope the idea is that this is always set up where he wants to be in this situation to show how everybody's crappy, even Batman and stuff like that, because Batman is over the fear that he had. He's able to take on, like Man Ray. Chubb shows up. He's going to arrest, you know, Man Ray. The other detective shows up, going to shoot Man Ray in the head, but Chubb shoots him. So now we have all this chaos going on within the police department where a cop just shot another cop batman's involved in vigilante with a mayor who's freaking injured who put a vigilante on the payroll i hope that with i'm telling you, also surrounded by all these car fires that man ray has set off with explosions i the hope city this, the city is on fire that man ray has painted on purpose because if it's not it goes back to the idea of that superman i needed to be like in that superman where like i need the, what i think might happen be what happens because if it's not it's very
0: disappointing i just he says so freaking good you're welcome I thought, you know, the idea that at the end he's showing Batman Jason, like the awfulness of people, but also the beauty of it. I mean, the whole deal here is just nonsense, how it ends. And yeah, who knows? Because even at that one point, you end up blood there dripping out of that circle of his mask. I thought he was shot there, but it was the, you know, the detective. But even then, yeah, you end up what freaking gorgeous and stuff. Yeah, it's just weird that I think that's how you're playing the deal. And then you're like, oh, my God. And yeah, Chubb is going to be in trouble. And I think Batman is going to have to try to save her. And she still ends up at one point when the mayor says, I'm clean. How about you, Batman? And he hesitates for a second. <laughs>
1: almost like Batman, like when he comes up against Man Ray for the first time. It almost like it shook him like that as well. Like, yeah. look, these are easy questions, Batman.
0: You're going to have to get over. Like, just say it yes, is you're funny. Clean. I <laughs> mean, when you end up, he's Ugh. like, yeah, no, I." you hesitated there. I'm like. Give me a break, lady. Ultimate I mean, Detective seriously. Chubb, she like, saw a hesitation. She knew Batman's deepest, darkest secrets. It's like, you better tell me what you did. It's like, whatever. We know that he has some, you know, Man, checkered past if, if and whatnot. If you don't but... shoot a cop in your
1: career, you're going places, Chubb. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I'd like where Batman says, hey, so what do you have to tell me now? So, oh, I just shot that guy. I mean, yeah. Uh, but the whole deal will be the play. Like, oh, look at Chubb. Like, she wanted to protect. The, the serial killer and shot this guy and that guy, but he was a piece of crap. Oh, it's going to be nonsense. But I think that this just ends with Batman taking Chubb and they're going to be on the, on the lamb and they're going to try to do case. things. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to get out of this and whatnot. And I think man, Ray Just goes to jail. And it, I mean, it says next, she got next part one. Again, I know what that deal. Means. And I just think that it's going to be, you know, more about Chubb and Batman and there. And try to figure out what's well, what going on. And then I don't I don't know. Whitaker he's just kind of hanging. That guy hangs loose. He's like spicoli in there. He's getting pizzas and the stuff. The real hero? Yeah, really. And uh freaking robbers. Really? He does. He actually does and surfs and hangs out with Van Halen. So you end up where we'll, Coolest see. Guy we'll ever. see, but I i just think we're getting near the end. And whatever so it, feels it like was, Saturday. whatever john really wanted to do, I think that he's like, oh my god, I don't have a lot of time to do it, so let's move forward and i was really interested in this little back and forth you said before in our other reviews of this it was cool to see jace go up against that pure evil that he never really went against
1: and the idea that batman just creates this crazy that like you know jace wasn't ready for either because it's just that batman problem overall
0: yeah and again i mean i could sit there and say well what i think is going to happen but you know, you also have the idea that maybe Chubb needs a lawyer, so you get Jace's mom. Like, you have a lot of things that probably tie, you, you know, but I don't know. Either. I don't know that I really want that story. I'd rather have you know Man Ray manipulating things and having actual fun with that. But no, because I want the this?
1: mom in there because then that will bring in a whole new like your thing where they're like you know doing more because that's one of the things of this issue that's a disappointment is that you don't have enough of the Fox family that yeah had previously
0: like, I think we will I
1: want Tiff to get closer to Jace again some more well, to get towards cool. that pseudo kind of new kind of robin for jace you know it's so to make that thing happen if tani's doing this because of this or that the other thing jace is invested because of chubb she doesn't know that he's batman but he's still invested on the sidelines but then you bring tiffin i don't know whatever that idea just opens up more avenues for me in my mind with what i want to see i am batman i gave this a 6.3 out of 10 on the set i'm gonna go up to a 6.5 because i'm gonna go i like about that fight at the end is pretty good but i need there to be a lot more going on than what's on this page like a lot more forethought of what the story will bring it's just I get scared a lot of times that I go down with my thing because I don't think the writer is going to be able to pull off what I want them to do with, which will make sense in the end. So because of that 6.5 out of 10. Yeah,
0: I'm going to go 6.5. And this is one of those books me and you have been enjoying a lot more than some people. So when we end up where solicits come out, still my book of the week This it is mine too this legitimately though is one of those where when and when we work together we'd even do that oh eric solicits are out and we oh what got canceled any new books and things like that yeah. this is actually one that i do check every time is it still going on? okay it's going still and i'm starting to i haven't think got that a regular jace fox batman you figure yet so I, all
1: they have is the future state one I don't well, i'm that
0: thinking one. that you know we gotta start if you are a fan you're gonna start looking at these solicits and start worrying more and more because i think that we are going to come to an end here hopefully it comes to some end and gets enough time for him to at least tell his story and then we'll see what goes on from there but you you have the idea that at the end he's just like yeah this isn't for me but maybe someday maybe when i'm in a more of a future state of mind let's go do some more let's go do that yeah we'll see but Yes, 6.5, but that's the end of our first section of books. We're going to take a little bit of a pause here, and then we'll be back with the two bits. It's a red section, Eric. We haven't had that many. Times oh, and it's going to be some fun times. I hope for a, it, I hope it for doesn't Hall. happen a lot going forward. Oh my goodness gracious! We we need some more so we can have a full the podcast Kloon Rad of it. It's a Rad, yeah. So we'll They're be back with that. Hey everybody, Jim, back again. Before we get to the next section of books, I know that we talk about our Patreon here on the show, but I think there's a lot of people don't really know exactly what we do or the scope of things. So what I wanted to point out during this little interlude. Is that if you go over to our Patreon right now at patreon.com slash weird science, you can end up listening and getting involved with a bunch of comic book reading club podcasts. What we end up doing is going each episode, one issue as we go through a series and you can listen and read along and then discuss the things. If you go into the Slack chat and some of the books that we already have reading club podcasts for right now are The Walking Dead comic, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Hellboy and Justice Gods Among Us, the Ultimate Marvel Universe, the New 52 and more. I am actually planning on having a bunch more of these, one of them being Spawn, which I think I'm going to start this week, as well as one for the Gotham Central book. So there's a bunch going We love to do it And it's it's really fun And it's something to get everybody involved So again, if you want to listen to these Get involved You can go to Patreon.com Slash Weird Science Subscribe to whatever level is right for you And then jump into those And a bunch of other things as well But thanks for listening to me once again And now, back to the show Well, he stares into the mirror Moosing up his hair those kisses to himself and he really thinks that tear is tear. Well, that's just every Shea. The wolf, man. Looking for a star screen, or maybe a hot cap. Spends all his money buying all that crap. How dare you? Well, that's just every Shea. Remix version. Eric, as we go into the Kloon Red section, it does, you know, pretty much warrant a full-out remix version of that's just eric shea and there you what? have it thank you everybody <laughs> I, you know what my favorite like warrant is? behind this i love the band warrant with like down boys and Uncle uh, i, I enjoy warrant but i wouldn't say i ever <laughs> loved warrant. it's funny at one point i ended up like i'm gonna watch some warrant like live stuff and they weren't that bad i and mean they're a hair metal band. no they years. haven't and then i realized because I ended up watching this one concert. This was not like early days, Warren. This is late days. Like grunge is hit and there's big troubles. And in the cut. Co- Keep it real, Warren. They're repeating songs because they didn't have enough. I'm like, oh, well, Janie Lane. The greatest R. Hits. R. I. P. A lot of the same tracks. <laughs> Down Boys. And the idea of, uh, you know, that stuff. They did, I think they did, well, Uncle Tom's Cabin. I really like that song. They, well, yeah. they go right in where I put Cinderella. Like right in that little pocket that occasionally I'll listen Rad. to them. Right, Rad will be in there as well uh, as a little also, bit below Poison, maybe. Bullet Boys, they don't quite get that high, no, right? No you no, have they do a not. lot of things in that going on. They're like Faster pussycat might, but maybe not. It depends on my mood. White Snake, I'm t- White Snake, a little bigger then, but. With all this dancing, Mike, if he's listening, he's the only one enjoying this. Oh my goodness gracious! But yeah, little hair We're metal. We're not even enjoying this. Hair metal one oh one. Oh my God! It's Warm. the idea. Nothing ended up killing off something as quick as grunge killed off hair metal, except my enthusiasm being killed off by the clune red. Section you that, but I still love hair metal. I do too. I actually, it's fun, and you end up where. You go and here's the one thing, and I did have this. This is an aside. Somebody in a comment, I think it might have been this warrant concert, but they did say you can make fun of anything like this. You can go and but but the people in the crowd were having the time of their lives. They weren't it's like there. me at the Gathering the Juggalos in 2000. Exactly. You, we can make fun of that because you're an idiot, Eric, but in that you were in the moment you were loving it. You ended up, you know, getting yelled at in a it song, so all that stuff going down. Was that when you ended up running police into them? Pe- oh,
1: no, that was 2002 and the police
0: shot uh, me with pepper pellets. Oh, my God. Pepper pellets, you say. Pepper I thought they were rubber bullets. pellets. Pepper pellets. Here we go with the clue rad section. We end up having back rows M Wonder Woman. And we'll decide by the end which is better because we're positive Eric. We won't decide which one's worse. We'll decide which one is I better. Will. And
1: I, You know, we'll split the difference. You decide which one's better. I'll decide which one's worse. Okay. You're usually
0: the grumpy old man. I'll I am take usually the grumpy time. old man. I'm trying to be a little more just, you know, I, I want to be the Spicoli. I'm never the Spicoli. I'm no. no, you I'm not. the jerk in the movie theater that Damone ends up screwing over. That's me, Rat, or whatever his name was, in that I'm the miserable guy who thinks everybody's, you know, being handsome and sexy, and I'm not involved. I get all mad, Eric, Right. But here we go. <laughs> I think it was Rat. I think right. his name was, actually. Uh, was he White Snake. He had good intentions, though. And he was like, again, you know that that guy at night thought, if they only knew the real me, I realized right yeah, away that nobody incos. wants to be near the real me. I mean, no. I didn't even want to hang out with the real me. Actually, in this, that's a good segue, too. Because you have the seer actually say that in a way that you're supposed to now feel bad for the seer in the specter Don't care about bucket. the seer. No, and we'll get into the idea of, like, you're really dumbing down this whole fear state stuff and everything that happened in that as well, but we're going to start with
1: down that everything that we had leading from fear state with the idea of this ever all seeing seer character who not only bothered the Batgirls girls, but the magistrate and I am Batman Jace Fox. All of a sudden you just bring her out here and say, I can't do anything on my own. Please help me. And really going
0: with, Oh my God, I'm a little kid. Like, you know, we knew this, but I'm just a little girl. Help me. I'm a little girl. I will tell you, as we go through both of these books, Batgirls and Wonder Woman, there is a common theme that irritates me and Kloon Red Bad writing? Not, well, that's just them. I mean, really, wow. you know, they're being them. But in their books, anything that happens... It don't matter for shit. You end up having people poisoned. It don't matter. You end up getting the saints. They get around. it. Doesn't matter. You end up like nothing really has consequences. Well, it goes or back to
1: what I felt about Superman, just worse. Where I said the idea is like, that my tagline: make it happen, no matter what. Just make it happen. Does it make sense? It doesn't matter.
0: Make it happen. I, I mean, in a, in the deal, you know, especially Wonder Woman. I mean, why do you have Steve Trevor get poisoned? just so he can't shoot for a second, but then, oh, are you okay? Yeah, I think I'm getting better. Why have him be fucking checkmated on Argus? Why have all that stuff? I mean, the checkmate... At We're not talking point, Wonder Woman yet. At one point, though, <laughs> checkmate's supposed to be this big thing, but yet they can't have that duet, so then they're calling the holiday gals. Oh, my goodness. People praising them for Holiday it. girls. <laughs> you, you know, there, there was the calculator was a teacher at the house. Nonsense. Batgirls Girls number Professor seven, calculus. though, as we go into this, uh, written by the Clune Red, Becky Clune and Michael Conrad, art by Arabi Rodriguez, Enrico Renzi, and Becca Carey. And yeah, this book started to pick up a little for me because of the idea you had too much going on. And I thought that they were starting to, okay, let's center on the important things. Yeah, It just comes back here in this issue where the saints didn't look, need look, the look. saints at It, it, it that doesn't involved.
1: exactly come back full bore because we are done with Tudor and the new Spellbinder, thankfully. Oh, you say
0: you're done. I, they'll probably be later, but they're not in this Shut issue, your mouth. right? All
1: we have left, but the thing is, though, with this, we have the saints, we have the seer, and we have that weird serial killer in the background who might be in this fat neighbor. We don't know. But for the most part we are doing things to whittle down all the shit that we started the series off that with. That is
0: true. It's just not in a good way. My problem is you had the saints you could have put them away for a while. Agreed. You have the seer which you could have had the seer just doing her thing in the back. Like I know it what should you're be saying. The big bad. You're getting rid of some things, but when you end up getting here what you have, did they need to whittle it down or did they already do that with it having no consequences and things? I actually was hoping that we we're going to start something new and maybe later get back have the have the seer you know, kind of in the background a little bit, but not really deal. I wanted something that I thought, okay, this book is important. Let's get going with this. And when you go and you see the scent, this feels like leftovers. It feels like the cast off. Okay. We got done the stuff that we really wanted to do, which didn't hit anyway. A
1: lot of the stuff that we're dealing with in a lot of the books this week, it feels like, okay, we have to stop what we're doing because we're moving on to something new. And that's exactly what this feels like. We're, you have built up the seer to be the equal, if not better, to Barbara Gordon Oracle. All of this time, all these months, for over a year and a half, it feels like at this point in time, for what we've had right now, out of nowhere, at the end of the last issue, the seer being a little girl, she comes to the background and says, I need your help. And in this whole issue, we have the idea that the saints, the freaking, the people that wanted to believe that, you know, Simon St. was still alive, being used by the seer with a holographic kind of voice face, you know, deep face technolo- te- deep technology, deep fake technology. yeah.
0: They, they never pick up a newspaper or go online, but th- that's fine, Eric. But
1: they don't believe that Simon Sane is dead because he's talked to him. It turns out it was the seer the whole time. A few issues ago, the back row says, look, Simon Sane is dead. The seer is the one who's been manipulating you. Simon Sane's dead. She has been the one who is uh, doing this the whole time. Go after her if you have a problem. And then we got rid of the saints. We got them arrested. And it's like, okay, we're going to move on to the tutor and spellbinder stuff, which was okay because we're getting rid of one thing to go to another. In this issue... We now have to, you know, use the seer as bait against the saints to try to take them all down, even though there's no reason that this story should take place because you have the all-seeing, all-knowing seer who is afraid that the saints are going to come and kill her, but there's no way in hell that the saints would ever know Who the seer is, where the seer is located, and there's no reason that the seer couldn't do everything in her power to make sure that the saints go down without her having to do more than lift a fucking finger from her computer
0: screen. Yeah, and the the problem is, is they set this up as a way of, well, we use the seer as bait. Why? You didn't have to. Plus, the saints get out of jail, and really, in my mind, they push aside the idea. It's almost like they're saying... Hey, everybody, the Saints got out of jail. Yeah, they killed four people. Like, they don't want you to really center on the idea that they're straight up murderers now going after a child. And you have the Batgirls putting that child right in danger. Even though the child was the big bad and really, like you said, all knowing, all doing zero, ended up blowing up things. And we I- not
1: know who the Seer was, but somehow the Saints do and got, were able to get after her and, like, you know, do all of this stuff to the point where the Seer had to come to the Batgirls for help who then said, okay, we're going to use you as bait to bring the saints out to do whatever we need to do to bring them down. But I just don't know why any of this has to happen. And there's no background there's in no the story to let us know why. There's no real reason
0: for to, just like you said, to just get rid of it. Again, if you're going to get rid of it this wonky, it wasn't even worth doing that at this point. But I understand you want to clear out the things and whatnot, like you said, as some other books are feeling but like that as well. But when I said that you don't have any sort of like meaning or, or nothing matters, you even have there, yeah, that seer really ended up they ended up making it so that it looked like the girls they were murders And they, oh, that kind of yeah. got pushed aside. Then also, oh, blew up the clock tower. Yeah, we rebuilt that. Everything That's fine. is it's like, almost fully repaired at this point, but still, rude. This happened, but now it's okay. And, and it doesn't matter. And so when you go through this, even as you have what looks like, oh my God, the seer, little girl, she's going to get hurt. She falls off the roof and <laughs> ends up going through canopies. And then they're like, oh, that lucky girl. What is going on here? Why are you doing this? This seer kid is the luckiest little girl in the world, except for the fact we're going to kill her. Dun, dun, dun. So this is set up and this is part one of two. So we have the next issue as well with this. But when you end up having the saints, I laugh so much because then the saints, they end up grabbing her. This is all their setup. Back girls are setting up, but I love when Barbara, I think it is is say, listen, these saints, they're no dummies. I'm like, yeah they kind of are they they were fooled by an eight-year-old we we took them down with two
1: back girls who have been acting like 12 year olds this entire time and you stole their robot dog they
0: can't even just set like at one point they're fooled and they were fooled by a younger girl yeah Yeah. everybody's saying that simon saint is dead but they they were fooled by this they're dummies so don't tell me that but really all their plan then in the long run is Hey, tell everybody that <laughs> Saints still because they, I think they feel embarrassed. Hey, I got we got duped, So let everybody think that that's the case. I'm like, the, the, the jig is up. It's done. This isn't working. Get out. You better rebrand yourself. I mean, I know that like a clown hunter, he's still going with it. But the Saints got to get something new. And you're murderers now. And you're just over the top.
1: We have to get the seer who we only heard about was manipulating us. We got a hold of her. We're going to make her go take us to her setup so she can tell the rest of the world that Simon Stane is alive and everything like that and is under control. The magistrate is still going strong, baby. But to do that, we have to fudge a lot of weird things, too, because the setup for the seer is actually in a shaft underneath the Iceberg Lounge, which one of the the saints then says, fascinating. I've heard of old bootleg passageways under Gotham. Never thought I'd see them. I'm like... I, the iceberg lounge is sitting in the middle of the bay. Where's the passageways for the bootlegging? And it's not like it's an, it's not an old building, it's a new freaking building. So, why would we need bootlegging? I think fucking it's just, I just
0: think he watched it. It's like me. I just watch a documentary on, you know, the food that built America. I'm like, you know what? That reminds me of chewing gum. You're like, no, it doesn't.
1: Like, so, we just have to see her, who's a young girl who says she spent her entire life building her setup of computers here underneath the iceberg lounge because. Her father was a crime boss who was associated with the Penguin, whose mother left them, whose father then went away. And everybody just then forgot about little old Sierra, and she just kind of stayed underneath the Iceberg Lounge, doing her computer way. Doing her computer games.
0: stuff. Yeah, eating bits and pieces. I don't know. And what it reminds me of, it does How have that How did she get feel. her ass on top of the
1: freaking UFO, with the magistrate, with all the top family members of children? Yeah,
0: I mean, right there. And- how is she doing anything? <laughs> and maybe she just did it herself maybe. with her manipulation, but it just seems weird she because the there's no background. Hey, get manipulated.
1: Do, do you still think that her mother is Grace O'Hower and they TV I don't TV know. Reporter? No,
0: actually, I it because was Because her weird. mother left at one point. They never said who the mother was. I still think, because now Grace is starting to have a drinking problem. That made me giggle, but also... No, no, no.
1: She has a job problem, which just leads to drinking a little bit too much. this
0: now reminds me of, I don't know if anybody would think that, but it is as goofy and ridiculous as Liar Liar in the Mariko Tamaki Wonder Woman. It's like that same deal where you have this girl. She's the big bad. Oh my God, the seer. Now you're like, oh, well, she's not that bad because she, again, nothing matters. You end up now because she is being grabbed by the saints. And also her mom and dad left and she was down in the bootleg and tunnel. What, what
1: is this This dialogue though? The idea where like we're getting this 411 on who this seer actually is. And then Oracle's doing her hacking job and stuff like that. I never make the same mistake twice. You know what her name is? Her name is Kira Kazov. Kazov, you mean like i can't confirm that she's related to the odessa mob family without more research but she's at the iceberg lounge so the signs point to yes i'm like why does anybody care that this girl who's kira Kazov might be related to the odessa mob family and how does that relate to the rest of the story that you've been telling so far and when most of the story at the end of here i was like oh my god we have her inside the iceberg lounge we can't get in there we're bad girls what are we gonna do well, you know, Tom Taylor's getting a lot of praise for all his Dick Grayson Babs work over there. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to put Barbara Gordon in a freaking fancy dinner dress, even though we originally put her in two freaking like polio freaking braces at the beginning of the series. Now she's going to go with the billionaire Dick Grayson to the Iceberg Lounge and have themselves a big fancy date to get inside the Iceberg Lounge to find out what's really going on while the rest of our backers have to wait outside. Taking out the Saints, but for some reason not wearing fucking masks. Yeah.
0: And with that, remember that the idea where you end up, and I do believe that it was not Kaz, it was Steph, who said, Listen, you can't just walk in there. You're Jim Gordon's daughter. They're gonna know. Yeah. So then she says, Oh, how I'll get in there is get probably one of the second most famous people in Gotham City, Yeah. And now a new billionaire. I think I'll go in with him because that's incognito. Right, and, and so they're going to go in, so you, you ended up not doing what you had said Well, it's set not like up. they're going to turn them away. Yeah, well, they're not, but the idea seemed to be we don't want to have Barbara Gordon be recognized as going but in Jim, there. But you got to
1: understand, anybody who's anybody is going to be at the Iceberg Lounge Night. Do you know why? Because there's a sword swallower going to be there, you know, where all the rich come out for.
0: And, and it's almost like, oh, those rich and Fuck. their debauchery. <laughs> Just the idea,
1: like even the idea, you and I joke all the time off and on the mic of the idea of like, you'd have to do something with the updating of Dick Grayson's origin just because 1939, 1940 acrobatics ain't what it used to be yeah, you know People what it aren't was going far and wide to go see some flying fucking graysons at a circus the way people aren't even going to the circus anymore but the idea that anybody who's anybody in gothams going out to go see a sword
0: swallower get the fuck out of town also i just want to point out where i said where they seem to be very concerned by they, circus they, they, they're very concerned barbara gordon's going to be recognized as jim gordon's daughter first off who yeah. the fuck cares anymore He's nothing. You and mean former
1: Commissioner Gordon who's off being PI with who was infected by the Batman who laughs and became the commissioner?
0: I'm asking anybody now, now, maybe if you're you know, in the bad side of town and a little shady whatnot, but I want to know, like you just said about the acrobats. Oh, my God. Who's the world's famous acrobat right now? Also, in any city that you live in. Do you know the commissioner's name and what his daughter or son? You don't know this shit.
1: I know the New York one just got murdered because he was a bigot D&I and D and I am
0: Batman. Yeah, really. And then you don't go with real life, so that's how it <laughs> works. You're you expect, man, I didn't see that in the news. Uh but yeah, you're you're setting up things, but then you're going against it because all you want to do is Man, we got to get that Dick Grayson in. And then you end up sending out the word to Robbie and Rodriguez. to look fancy and sexy. Yeah, and say to Robbie Rodriguez right away, like, hey, make him look like he's like 10 when he shows up. I thought it was Damien at first. He looks so young. Also looks shorter than Barbara. Then he's taller. I don't know what's going on. And all that to just go in for no reason. <laughs> I mean, they're there with the setup of Seer and the Saints, all this. Well, then you end up getting news reports that are so over-the-top. This is oh, how no, even, the, even the
1: idea where we have Grace O'Halloran, because ever since her mind control but from Tudor and stuff like that, she's kind of disgraced now doing fluff pieces like fucking sword swallers at the Iceberg Lounge. So the idea then for, like, you know, we have to make it so over-the-top, make it happen for us to the point where Grace gets done her, like, news report to let us know why anybody would actually be at the Iceberg Lounge here. You know, the stupidest reason really is like, come on, let's grab another drink. If reporting on this crap is going to kill me, I better make it fun. Oh, and bring the camera not like anything exciting is gonna so to happen why bring tonight the camera? exactly you there's no reason for you to bring the camera to go have a drink except for you need this to be a thing later on so you have to force it here and make it and you make forced no it the sense. opposite
0: way you could have said let's go get a drink and he's like okay why are you bringing the camera well somebody will steal just have some but with that unless they say this is like trying to explain
1: a found footage movie
0: like why would they keep the camera going <laughs> exactly. the entire time uh, also if you don't have like Sword Swallower, if it's not Steve-O or Johnny, like, what's going on here? Sword Swallower, I don't get it. I don't care if it is any of the jackass crew. I'm
1: not going anywhere and dressing up fancy to go fucking see it. Sword Swallower. I, yeah, my goodness gracious. Like, and I've been to a freak show and seen that stuff. I was not fancy in anything. And there's no, like, that is not something that brought, you know what it was? It was at the Gathering of the jugglers? That's not bringing the fancy
0: folks out. No, you end up the fancy folks. Now we're doing Eyes Wide Shut shit. And who knows that? They're putting keys in fucking bins. Look, I'm wearing a mask and nothing else. And then you get the leather. You get all of it, Eric. But in the meantime, you are just pushing. Oh, my God. see her, little girl, little girl, little girl. No, no, no. How about Seer blew up part of Gotham, almost killed everybody in this book and set them up for murder. I mean, there's the kind of, you know, yin and yang
1: here. One of the most dangerous people in Gotham City, even more dangerous than Oracle.
0: Yeah. And at points was like really going as the main villain in the fear state and many all books. this stuff. Yeah. So when you do this and just as an aside, as we say this, who the fuck cares about fear state and, and Seer anymore? This has hung on too long. Well, Chase didn't even care, and I am Batman, they moved away. I mean, just imagine, like, Batman. No, nobody cares anymore. Seer could just walk off. Nobody gives a shit. And there you have them. Like, this is their big mystery. And now to save them, because, again, nobody can be bad anymore in these books. Nobody can get punched. Maybe the Saints. I mean, they seem like you're pushing their murderers. But who but knows? these
1: are the big bads who were taken down on issue or two ago like it was no, no nothing. And now they're the big bad taking out the seer and all this. And then we have to go through all this rigmarole for to infiltrate the, like the iceberg lounge with Dick Grayson and Batgirl. And then we just have the Batgirls, like, you know, they are doing this B-plot in their own book while Dick and Barbara go in the main story.
0: Because the idea of this, like you have Clown Hunter continues. And it's kind of like, oh, is he going to... These, this isn't like...
1: I care about Clown Hunter way more than anybody in this book.
0: The Saints, I'm saying the Saints are a couple people who really thought that Simon St. was cool. So after Fear State, they're, hey, we're going to keep things going, and then we're tricked. He's a guy that keeps turtlenecks alive, and I respect that. They ended up getting punked by a kid. And now I really do think they're just embarrassed, and they're trying to play this out as if it is something important so they don't look like schmucks. But really, they were pranked by a little kid understand. in something that was already <sighs> over. Got to Got to save face. Yeah, just think of out of nowhere in, in the Batman book, suddenly, oh, my God, Bane Leto's are after me from the city of Bane. You're like, that shit is done. Why are we dealing the with Bain this? The Bane
1: were from Future states, so they will be a big thing, and I'm waiting. But
0: that's a big thing then, but it would be silly now. Five years from now, they're going to be huge. I mean, all of a sudden, it's just nonsense. It's nonsense. We even laughed at the idea. You wait till the Bane Leaders do some shit. am running around, and then I'll drop you off, and you flip. We made fun of the clowns. Like, he's got to change his brand. I would here. rather
1: have the Bane than the Unsanity Collective. I don't want any of going them. Going around doing mental shit for no reason with Mir- Miracle Molly. Like, Again,
0: Miracamali, like, what is going on this week? We have shit that just hangs on, and they're like, "Oh, th- who's is, who's thinking this is shit interesting?" Shit that never hit is no. hanging on, and that it's not hitting. It's not hitting each, each way. You're getting less than the last. I mean, this is nonsense. And you—it's oh, like every this. time
1: you brought up the Court of Owls after Scott started the original, like the like the opening Court of Owls storyline. Every time you got it from a different writer doing a different thing, it was watered down to the point where nobody cared about the Court of Owls anymore. And I'm still trying to figure out the Court of Owls connection from the Joker book and then and stuff like that. Beyond you know the Talon book and stuff like the idea of bringing James Gordon Jr. back to life. What are we doing with all of that? Like all of these questions about a Court of Owls. Where I was hoping that James on the Fourth was going to make them. Like something big again in that Joker book, but it's just kind of lingering around the same as it has been
0: since 2012. Where, where did they grab the idea that Seer that anybody cared? And to throw it in because of that Oracle connection, because most people can't figure out all Bob River has is an anti-oracle. Yeah, that's all you ever have. Now they have done a little bit more than that with you know well, you with had the calculator. and stuff, kind of and stuff, but with this. You don't need this, and then to just show that it's a little kid, and we got to protect her and do this—it's just—it makes it even worse. Like the it's next nothing. member of the Bat
1: Family, twenty twenty-three.
0: Yeah,
1: going <laughs> really to run around. She's not the see her no more. She's a little
0: Bat Girl. She may end up joining the team. She may. That—that that seems like little what they're Oracle. into. <laughs> <laughs> little, oh my. you know back like barbara finally
1: becomes a new batwoman so you got two batwomen you got two batgirls and you got little batgirl now, little oracle, like i wish your name was like annie
0: mean. and it'd be little oracle annie it would be kind of cool right eric but by the end they're there and there's barbara no, no, it wouldn't be cool i'm not giving you a... <laughs> you end up having barbara and dick grayson you know kind of undercover but not and they're going to see sword swallowing while you have the saints have seer and the battle is going to try to save this and Yeah, that's when the real fun begins. That's when the acrobatics really kick in. But I, I just, I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. And I, again, you'll see people praise anything like that, but. The book is starting to go down in sales, uh, as you would expect in a book that is a mess. And this book is a mess.
1: I honestly never really expected sales. What's happening with that? But uh, what would you give this? 3.8 out of 10. The art's okay in this. It's never like, you know, it's a, a parody of a style that I wasn't really a fan of to begin with. But the story is just nonsense overall. There is nothing that makes the story make sense in the world they have set up within this Batgirl series in the short amount of issues that it's had so far. So it's just a ludicrous story
0: with terrible characterization and art I'm not a fan of. Yep. And I'm going to give it a four. I'll be a little more positive. I'm positive. But At least you Jimmy.
1: get that that Nightwing charm. You bring Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon together as the
0: lovers that you want them to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, heading towards what might be a wedding coming up. Uh, ending up, we talk about we had that in have I mentioned it today on the YouTube deal thing critical because they end up. I don't think that. What are you talking about? I keep being told by Eric that there's been a wedding and everybody remembers it, but they don't. Uh, but we'll no, go no. to our final. Everybody deal. in the DC universe should remember. For some reason, none of the readers do. Yeah, I I don't think that Barbara and Dick remember it either. But readers do. Well, they do remember. It.
1: It's just not legal, so no one's going to put it head in the paper. Yet. And then they
0: kind of like, yeah, because Mad Dick's
1: a billionaire. No,
0: yeah, there's no way now. He's like, really? Hey, how do you feel about pre Reading pre up here. Uh, Wonder Woman number seven eighty-eight, written by Clone Rat, art by Manuel Lupicino, Wade Belgrave, Badger Temra, Bonvalon, and Pepper So Temra Bonvalon blocked us eric so did michael w conrad and i just want to mention something too because the reason why he ended up blocking us and the thing that he continues to do that does irritate me and i just want to as a whole you cannot like a book because it sucks i'm going to allow everybody this if a book is written poorly or you don't think the characters all that you can say that this book book or you can like it but if you don't like it Don't give me this nonsense that there's only one reason it's because, oh, you don't like Wonder Woman the way you're a sexist. If you don't like this, you're that. And that that's what he tries to pull constantly. That's why he ended up blocking us, because I said, you can dislike a book because it's just not good or not for you. He disagreed. He said, and he continues to do that. And in this issue here, you do have a deal where Cisco, which is Dr. Psycho, they're trying to play games here and whatever their games are. But when you get to it by the end deal, because I say I don't like the book doesn't mean it's because I agree with Cisco in the book and think that women are horrible. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with a horrible written story that just is bullshit. This book is terrible they end up where they came out of that trial of the Amazons with the whole line of Wonder Woman books being a complete and utter mess. And they think that, you know, their shit doesn't stink and they're hitting it and nailing it. And that anybody who doesn't like things is for other reasons besides their bullshit that they're writing. I just want to say that at the beginning because I saw him again saying, oh, that reviewer didn't like it. Well, he must think that, you know, men should over... No, no, you can't Look, the write. the thing
1: is, we were talking about this before, the idea where Michael W. Conrad, who, and I don't know how it works out, but it really does seem like he's the main writer in this, and Becky Clinton's just there to have a woman's name on it because we're writing women characters. I mean, they're married, so, it's That's just you know, speculation on my part. I just say that because that's what it feels like, because Michael W. Conrad's always the one talking about these things. Yeah. But before, it seemed like his big things, like, he brought the image maker back and he hasn't been around for decades. Nobody's gonna remember this character. And that seems to be the big thing that he was proud about, even though the image maker thing never really landed because it didn't make sense with the story that's being told. We still have the lingering ideas of the sweetheart character being one of the mere doppelgangers of Wonder Woman that's left behind, who's part of Villainy Inc., who's just there to be a, like a foil for you know Dr. Cycle to say misogynistic things. But the idea of the way that this is being written and the things that like, you know, Michael W. Conrad is doing, like, even by the end, we have a new member of villainy Inc. it's delos the duke of deception an old golden and silver age character of like a villain of wonder woman it just seems like these are the things we want to write about and in tow with the idea of just bringing these characters back for no real reason it feels like the way that the writing is being done here is very golden and silver age like that is being written down for like kids who don't have critical thinking behind them to really say like oh my god this is a good story because this is just so over the top like you know the idea of being ripped from the headlines how like the stories that people are writing like this is so over the top that it makes it feel cringy because this is stuff that we're dealing with. It's just exaggerated to the nth degree and it just makes you like wonder why any of this is happening in the DC universe. And be- I don't even know why we're setting things at the Hall of Justice where the Justice League we have to get them
0: out of the way and not be there, even though it doesn't make sense for it to be there in the first place. So with all of this, this is the problem. And I think that they, they're trying to do this like little tightrope deal here where you are going over the top with cisco and you're maybe parodying you know some things ripped out of the headlines but the problem is most of the things that you are ripping out of the headlines like
1: alex jones here and it's just misogynistic
0: stuff where it's like go home wonder woman alex jones whether you're a fan or not He's kind of a parody himself. He's making the frogs you know what gay. I mean? He's so over the top himself that if you try to parody something that over you're the top. That I was at a bar one
1: time and thought this guy was the voice of reason in America. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? You're
0: almost parodying something that's a parody of its own self already. And so it ends up being not even just cringy. It just ends up being goofy. And ends up because if you start thinking about Alex, you start laughing, you're like, "Really?" Well, just the way that Doctor Psycho is with the -the over-the-top misogyny
1: that he's been portrayed as, like, especially since the Harley Quinn TV series, but like animated series. But like that is the character that we're dealing with now. But just over-the-top even more. There's no subtlety when you have a ability ink here where all of your members, except for Doctor or Professor Calculus, are women.
0: You have to wonder. Why? Why would Dr. Poison go along with this? And you have them doing that as he berates them, which I told you from the very beginning, especially sweetheart, you're just going to end up where they have enough. Fuck everybody up. Yeah, they have enough. And and I'll get to that as we go through this where this plan. Uh, Dr. Psycho, you you want to make him, you know, villainy, you know, you want to make him a little smarter than this and actually do some things where, you know, oh my god, is he actually going to win? But it's so over the top parody that it's ridiculous, but the idea that the linchpin of his plan is Sweetheart who has a button to press to blow up things, but really Why did Sweetheart need to be there to push a button?
1: Why couldn't Psycho just push a button no, from his No, That's what office? I'm saying.
0: Wouldn't you think at some point that they were gonna be like, oh my god, Wonder Woman has a device and she's up exactly. there? Far. Like, why oh my would god, you there need you a
1: mirror doppelganger of Wonder Woman to be there on the scene to push a button so but nobody to have nobody see her?
0: Yeah, and nobody see her. If Wonder Woman's there, she's down below. Nobody seems to see her floating, and she's the one with the lynchpin of pressing a button. Where well, Doctor Psycho's just there, he can have the button. Nobody saw it. Nobody ended up doing anything, and they're blowing up milk trucks because of the extra. Me- what is going on in this book? I mean, the idea of them going and you said about you know Golden Age characters now they're writing. I saw so many people end up tweeting like, "Oh my God, you are really." Uh, you know, getting and getting all the old characters. But like the holiday girls, they're being praised because, but they don't
1: do anything. But they, exactly. I'm telling you, we have a holiday girl show up, give Etta a piece of paperwork and then move on. That's it. Like Professor Calculus. Wasn't he a professor at holiday college? Sure was.
0: Cool. Are we going to do anything with that? Nope. (laughs) Just mention it. And they have both Steve Trevor and Edda Candy. They are part of Checkmate. This Checkmate, who knows what this is. Why isn't it just Argus? Checkmate. Is a, you know, kind of covert deal at one point, you know, even connected to stuff like uh, Test Force X, but they are now at this point. Argus was, though. Yeah, I know. But even then, but in this, you end up where they should at least have some resources the idea to look of into having, things. They have to call the covert, holiday girls.
1: Having a covert organization, though, the idea is that they're covert checkmate is that the reason they're covert is because nobody knows that they're doing anything because nobody knows who checkmate is the way Bendis has portrayed them. In this whole thing. It's just a bunch of assholes who got together and said, Hey, we're good detectives,
0: checkmate. <laughs> they ended up like, Hey, we're together, we need to have a name. But that they were made up of, you know, everybody, the greatest detectives. It was sus and everything going on. But like if
1: you actually had checkmate like the way it was previously, a part of the United Nations, stuff like that, where you had a a branch that went in the field and a branch that went the thinkers or- with the white and the black and stuff like that, it was just it was a big thing that you would have people and an organization to fall back on and do all this stuff. It's not like the whole idea is like nobody can know who we are. It's like nobody wants to know who you are because you're bullshit. Right now, as far as I'm concerned, Checkmate is just Steve Trevor and Etta Candy in a fucking And then
0: they're like, hey, you got to call your boss and get uh, someone. What? And what do you mean by boss? You mean freaking King who's commanding from the future? They don't know. And my whole point is, is that you throw out the Checkmate deal, but yet anytime they need info, they're cut. Why are you calling? the holiday girls to get info when you're checkmate. I mean, you you're know. supposed to know these things. You're supposed to have some some resources, but you end up like, oh, I got this. And I told them, and man, we need more of this. Nothing happens. And then when you end up then where, oh, my God. And Ziggy has to be like, oh, my God, the horseless chariot. I mean, this motherfucker can't even end up uh, he's been explained what a television is. Bring
1: Siegfried back, like we had him before, where he came back as the new Shining Knight. You know, we have a thing in here where, on top of having Villainy, Inc., which I'm a fan of just because I like groups of villains getting together to take on a hero and stuff like that. That's amazing to me whenever I get to do it. Like, it's Superman, Superman Revenge Squad, Villainy, Inc. here. It's all good. Secret Society. I'm all about that. But when you have this secret management, who seems to be in control of everything, even ahead more than Dr. Psycho, who previously seemed like they sent Dr. Psycho Sigfried Siegfried reanimated as the new Shining Knight. We're never told why that happened, why Siegfried was reanimated and the new Shining Knight were going against Wonder Woman. None of that made sense. It was just there to have Siegfried back for no reason whatsoever. And then they do it again with this whole thing. It's like, That's okay, the same we thing. can see what you're doing right here. We're going to give you Dallas,
0: the Duke of Deception, another old-time
1: character from the Golden Silver Age Villains of I'm like, why did you have this here, and why did you ship him in a
0: coffin? You <laughs> didn't realize, Eric, that that's actually a repurposed dead man now. Who knows? Because that's how they got Ziggy back. So yeah. it's just nonsense. And yeah, that was the idea. There's no reason for Ziggy ever to come back. It didn't make any sense, but you just throw him back because you think or they think that, oh, that's what people want. Oh, my God, he's such a hit comes in you force him in and now he's just yelling oh this television steve on the magical box of people you mean a television who could like why don't you just go to tv yeah steve? seriously and even with that it's like three panels and you say it twice come on now Ziggy, you're not that dumb but even then when you had that uh you know dr poison Ooh, they got Siegfried. well i know how to do something to him because I'm the only one who knows how he died. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah. yeah. He he died by poison and I'm also Dr. Poison.
0: I'm guessing that's what it is.
1: I'm going to inject him with poison until my one needle with poison breaks and then I can't inject
0: him and then I was foiled again. You know what else I think might kill him? Like a gunshot to the face, maybe. Yeah. And so... There You go, Dr. Psycho. Cisco's like it's you not even like the old talk that you deal. have as
1: a kid where people would say, like, Robocop and how stupid Robocop was to me just because I was a Robocop fan. Point you shoot him in the mouth, just shoot him in the mouth and stuff like that. Siegfried doesn't have any armor, just shoot him anywhere. He's a man, kill him,
0: but yet you have you know, Cisco's His like, it's failed. It's like, every it's almost the idea of fire for uh, Martian Manor. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, I kind of have that weakness as well. If I catch on fire. Uh, but all of this goes down where there you're going through this deal. Cisco he's he's got his, you know, internet. I don't at one point I Magic thought ball, it was a ball. Well, I thought at one point he had a podcast. This is like, you know, Rebel Radio Riddler deal. They're they're competing. I'm telling you, it's Alex Show's show. Yeah, he's yeah. yelling his nonsense. People are going with it, he's pushing this milk. But what he wants to do is set milk, up Wonder Woman extra.
1: milk for men. And I'm like, I don't think I want to drink that, especially the way you're pushing I'm it. I'm not getting like that either. It looks a
0: little weird. What's like up, I don't know. Soy what you're boy. Saying and I'm like, there. you know what? I'm a little lactose intolerant. I do like to soy milk. What are you talking I about? Like soy milk as well. So you end up where this big deal, oh my God, Ziggy comes in. On the magical box, they're yelling that. There's this big riot at the Just the Hall of Justice. A protest. They go. There's not that many people you're trying to play with the idea of a sensationalized deal. The 12 men at the Hall
1: of Justice with their signs and bottles of milk. This is such a weird concept that all this milk, I have no idea. And even the idea where we got to test the milk to see what Dr. Sisko's putting in this whole thing because obviously it's doing something. But I want to know why in the previous issue that we're throwing milk at a candy and not drinking it, because obviously Cisco wants the men to drink the the men milk.
0: And what all I can think of it's with semen. the i I'm <laughs> telling you, like i'm thinking what is this shit like are we gonna be told that it's like is it lazarus resin I, something is angering people they're being controlled by this and he wants people to drink it it's but yeah it's
1: summertime and people are out here just drinking bottles of milk that's gross it's so hot <laughs>
0: pass, pass me that boiling <laughs> IV IV milk too. oh my goodness it's really thick what is this Not even kind a of plastic milk?
1: container it's in a freaking glass jug <laughs> It's not easy to hold it's fucking lukewarm i don't need this
0: so you end up where the, they're also when he does report back to the big cheeses on top there they seem really concerned with the sales of this milk. They seem you like, oh, man, what's the stock? It's really and- good fucking
1: sales here. I told you, the Professor Kakios, he's got his ears to the bee. He knows this shit's know. going to sell.
0: It's so weird. So they end up where, oh, my God, there's a riot. These guys are outside. There's a couple of them. They have the worst slogans. Wonder Woman
1: equals anti-male. Go back to your islands. We never asked for you here. Rise up.
0: Fight back. Rise up. let What do you think? And on top of it,
1: everybody has to wear a red cap like you would have for like Make America Great Again. So it's just so over the top and in your face. And the thing is, I am not trying to make this political because I don't care either way. Like, I think both sides could be dumb, but that's not something that I agree with either. But it is so over the top and in your face, but it's like it's ripped from the headlines of last year. But I just don't know why anybody would like want to read this because, like I said before, like you and I have joked about the idea about. How I think people back in the 30s and 40s and possibly before that, maybe a little bit later, but they were dumb as shit because there's no reason in my mind the comic books the way they used to be written in the golden and silver age would entertain anybody because they were written terribly and that's what this feels like. That's why I feel like we evolved as a civilization with our fiction and our writing and stuff like that because even the funny books were well written and like you know were thought
0: provoking. Uh, but a now stick, I'm looking Eric, at this, I'm like, cool. oh, this is.
1: This is garbage. People back in the 30s might think this is great, but right now, this is garbage.
0: And I, I might think that, I mean, yeah, they might say this or whatnot, but I think you might be giving them a little credit where maybe they just stink and they can't write a book because this shit sucks. And the idea where Wonder Woman goes, and then you have these just scenes. She goes into the Hall of Justice and talks to Oliver and Superman. They're like, hey, can we help you? No. No. Can we help you? No. Okay, we gotta go to Mars. <laughs> See you later. And even
1: the idea of going to Mars, and I'm telling you, when they go to Mars, these motherfuckers go instantaneously and like, they're out of there right now. Is time Mars time now going Woman... out and
0: getting a pack of smokes here with these is heroes? Is that my daddy went? Exactly. Mars? Exactly, <laughs> went to fucking Mars. But by the time Wonder
1: Woman looks out the window, walks downstairs and walks up the door, the entire Justice League is gone and they're at Mars because there's no, t- there's no Superman, no Greenout, nobody to back up Wonder Woman during this protest that's legal outside. And the best part is like, Well, you know what? It is a legal protest. We can't do anything to shut down. As soon as Wonder Woman walks outside to see what they want for their demands, like to see what they want, they start hucking glass bottles of milk at her ass. I'm like, okay, they've broken the wall. Shut this shit down now. Bring fucking Kalex out. If I see a flying robot coming from my ass, I'm fucking dispersing.
0: Well, this one guy, I think he has the anti-life equation here, WW equals anti, and I know it says anti-male, but I'm like, anti-minus male? I don't know what you're doing here. No, no, maybe it's that speed force equation. I'm waiting. Where's Spanky? I mean, is this the He-Man Woman's Haters Club? I mean, really? What is no, going on fun. here? So you end up where Wonder Woman comes down. Here I am. Speak your grievances. Even at one point in this, she's like, oh, my God, my mom died to make a better world. Oh, your mom was murdered. But you end up where this plan of and Cisco. And it seemed like she was in on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this this claim of Cisco like, oh, man, I'm going to get this smart deal. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have these awful guys that are going to throw bottles of milk at women and yell and scream these slogans. Then we're going to have our milk trucks, our milk trucks show up. But then we'll blow them up and wonder if it'll save everybody. But we'll say she might have done it. In the meantime, you have a doppelganger of her who presses the button. That's all you need. You only need to have that doppelganger, but they seem to not want to do that. Then in the middle of the fight, you end up, oh, Steve Trevor, I'm Dr. Poison. Remember me? Now you're poison. Yeah. <laughs> and then Steve's like, oh, no. And she's like, you can't see straight. He's like, I'll shoot the a one in the middle. five
1: more minutes. <laughs>
0: he's like, well, you, you better watch out. I have pretty good aim. No, you don't. Oh, my God. I'm dizzy. You know, you end up then Ziggy shows up and she yells i know Touched how you not died a on his head <laughs> yeah i know how you died before he's like uh, okay and then she goes to slice him and ends up where her poison i, chip I, I don't know what right? happens
1: here because she has a <laughs> like a, a needle on the end of her finger that has her poison and she has Ready for when Siegfried shows up to poison him to put him out of his misery once and for all. But when she goes to lunge at his face, does he like roll with the weird like like lunge because it doesn't look like she makes contact? I, it looks like some know. of the poison drips out a little bit. But all of a sudden, what broken? Now did she like kind of hit his shoulder on a like like a, I think like when just it wasn't quite tough face? It is he exactly is he like superhero like invincibility kind of thing going on? I don't, I don't know. know
0: the, either. The problem I have with Doctor Poison. Listen here. Stop with your fingertip deal. See, you don't need that. <laughs> you're Dr. Poison. Look, it works for a scarecrow. But it doesn't work here. You didn't go to Dr. Poison school for this nonsense. And also, she says, like Steve Trevor, she, I'm going to kill you. But first, I'm going to give you the first dose. Like, you don't know. You have to come back then for seven boosters after that. Steve, I'll give you a little calendar. You come back later. Ha ha ha, you're going to be dizzy. I can't see. And then it just goes away. I love when they come back and hey, are you okay from that poison? He's like, yeah, I, I am. Yeah, thanks for asking. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Why are you doing this? In the meantime, you have a truck blow up, right? Oh my God. And this is, you know, you have sweetheart being told, press the button, she hesitates. So then they get, get the other truck in here. Wonder Woman then you should know that this is a setup of some point. And she then punches the truck grabs the guy all you have to do is she wants to save this guy just go and grab the guy put the trucker throw the truck in the bay and then it blows up but where in this does it look like wonder woman is to blame for any of this this was all the deal and he's like oh i got her she looks like she was the one to blame no you have a doppelganger that's how you get her to be blamed but they're not going to do that that. because
1: even the idea is like they used international milk company trucks <laughs> to deliver bombs to our peaceful demonstration. And as a spokesperson for the IMC, and if you in case you forgot, it's International Milk Company, I feel targeted. This was an attack against me personally. But every cloud has a milky white line because everything in this fucking book has to be about
0: milk. But I still think a semen the whole time. I'm with you. Oh now. yeah,
1: totally is. After reviewing footage, we've discovered who was really behind this attack. And I'll show you what the fake news is afraid to. Wonder Woman was sighted on the scene, and we have proof she didn't stop this. It makes you wonder: was she behind it? And I'm just like, look, I'm reading these comic books to not deal with your real world shit. So when you just have this stuff with like just over the top versions of what you're against in politics, like I'm telling you, it's not something that I'm for either. But it is just a, such an over the top caricature of of you're not writing things like they don't make be sense real
0: <laughs> because you end up as he gets on now. I know that I think the parody here is that it doesn't matter what Cisco says because they're going to believe anything he says because he's awful, yeah. and that's the play. But your plan was to say, oh, they delivered bombs in these... The trucks have your goddamn face on them. These are your trucks. They show up. Why didn't you have
1: something and else? Wonder Woman blew them up. Did you say she... Well, I know she didn't help because she didn't try to not have them blow up, so obviously maybe she's a part of it, Right. Huh? That's
0: the play of... We're gonna go down the line, and I could say anything, you'll believe it. But in a book like this, it just is bullshit on bullshit. It really is the idea of oh, look at her punching this truck, and then she Cisco just can't like. I'm not saying that
1: Jim Warner has this fetish where he has to go around and keys people's cars, but if you have your car keyed in the last month or two, (laughs) I can't say it wasn't him either.
0: It is basically the rock, and that's a, a bear deterrent, right? Hey, have you G- seen G- any G- bears? <laughs> I did, Eric. I really do have that, that leather. It gets me hot. Two- <laughs> <laughs> if I could kind of combine them in one, I'd be set. But yeah, so all of this going down, and yeah, you end up where Ed is like, I'm going to get some info. Even though we're supposed to be checkmate, the uh, covert operation detective where agency, goes Where's the malady? goes, room, room? They show up, hey there here's a phone and some
1: files oh my god on top of me at candy going and doing my little lab project to determine what's inside milk extra on the side of that next to my little mini lab in my dc office for checkmate i also need to have the holiday girls come and deliver a cell phone that was found on the scene you know more
0: clues for Eddie candy head of checkmate. i love that too and it's like hey we got that but no no uh you know fingerprints on it but we'll see and also they told us that Cal- he ended up he was there and he taught Professor at the holiday Calculus. deal so when you have all this again, and I'm glad you brought up because we kind of went over it. The idea of this milk, they end up where they, why throw this in when you don't have an answer? You don't want to give it. Hey, <laughs> d- didn't the FDA look into it? Yeah, you know them. That's it. It, it just gets cool. pushed aside. Hey, uh, you know them. <laughs> oh, well. And so what? what happened? Why didn't they, you're saying this, and yet you have no answer because it would be looked at. You're not just going to be able to throw this shit out there oh, they might have some in that they check it out.
1: The worst part about this too is you actually see Diana Prince in her like secret identity kind of like, you know, out of Wonder Woman costume persona, which you never get to see anymore. And I love seeing her outside of the Wonder Woman persona, just trying to blend in with everybody else. And you just have it here. So she walks in and talks to Ed and Steve and that's the only thing you do with it. I'm like, God damn it. I really wish we just go back to her having her Diana Prince like alter ego that was outside of Wonder Woman. But all we get to hear is her to have the same conversation with and edda she would have in her wonder woman costume I,
0: I have to read the exact quote here it is edda's looking at the milk she's still do- and really what she's doing is just pouring milk from a bottle into a test tube she's doing shit and she That's how says I do lab work. she says to steve trevor <laughs> i'd probably pour it back into the bottle <laughs> yeah, after that no, really you would you'd think the fda would have found any additives she says that steve trevor's answer You'd think a lot of things. That's <laughs> he says. That's the end. You'd think a I'm lot just, of things. She's like, This yeah. is why I hate
1: social media and any news outlet all on the freaking internet. Because this is, this is how everything is. And it's all just pisses me off because it all feels so stupid. And I don't want to read Wonder Woman and have this
0: make me feel like it's stupid, too. Yeah. I mean, that's the detective work. Even at the one point Steve comes in. There's Ziggy. He's pumping iron. Hey, buddy. You want some milk? I want mead. Give me the mead. Oh, I'm using this for research. Okay. Hey, that shiny box. It was box. a joke, Ziggy. Yeah, really. Look at Ziggy pumping iron. Hey. No, yeah, I'm just telling you. you Go I want. Back to I holla. want this book to There's every no time. For you to be here. Every time something happens, you you have the idea of anything. Batman's trying to figure out something. I don't get this. Steve Trevor just pops up. You think a lot of things. <laughs> and it solves every problem. All right, let's move on. They're they're you call the holiday girls because you know. The holiday girls. You have, to do more than just, you have to do more than just name people. Name and drop. They they write up it's it's basically their, you know, Uber Eats for fucking detective evidence. They pull up Hey
1: guys. Remember the Holiday Girls? No. Well they were a big thing a long
0: time ago. Well, old Wonder Woman fans were no. Pretty cool. Edda comes out, whoa, 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 this is contact the, the contactless delivery. Here you go. Off I go. I, I just what are you doing? And then at the end again, oh my God, we just got The Duke of Deception delivered. Again, everything's Uber Eats deliveries and shit like that. Also, thank you, management, for sending me this
1: new member of Villainy Inc. that nobody knows about. Management calls him
0: and he answers and goes, you know, Dr. Psycho, I mean, Cisco here. I'm like, "What, what are you playing at? Do you really think that we don't know who this character is or somebody else wouldn't? Uh, this is just fucking nonsense. So we'll see how it ends. But so you just please. have Dulles, the
1: Duke of Deception, and now like he's here to take out Wonder Woman, which puts villainy ink's probability for victory up to ninety nine percent. And I'm just like, okay, it just this is this Dulles, the Duke of Deception, is just another shining knight with the Siegfried kind of thing, but this is one that we don't have to have a twist of like, oh my god, it's Siegfried without ever wondering why does that make sense? Uh, who knows? Oh, we're not gonna deal with that. This is just Dulles, an old Wonder Woman villain. Here you go will And see. Siegfried will go up against Ella, so you'll have an old timey kind of fight going on. And I imagine that'll Maybe just be he gets a, deal. a little
0: handsy with poison. Who knows? There. It's Deception there. And then you get next that issue. girl is Disaster, poison. deceit, and despair. Poison. Poison. See, that's what I need. <laughs> Never trust a big button to smile. That, if we have that, then I mean, if El Pib de shows up in the next coffin. Then I'm in. 10 out of 10. Never we're done. a PhD in a smile, <laughs> Dr. Poison. Dr. Poison, why don't you use a syringe, Dr. Poison? Hey, we we could go all day, and now I have to. When we're done, <laughs> I, I'm right on it. I got to find it's Dr. Poison. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, Poison. I, the worst part of that <laughs> song, Poison, by Belle Bib DeVoe, is not the susness of it now. It's that I always think that I heard this remix at one point back in the day, and I'm telling you, 10 minutes of just, Poison, Poison. Poison, I'm like, come on, I'm telling on, you, Power 99 probably did play yeah. that. Oh, all the time, and I loved it. I love the blow, I love New Edition as well. But yeah. so, you end up having all of that, but yeah, the Duke is <laughs> I'm telling you now, I want like poison. And you have cal- <laughs> I love these like calculations too. He's oh my goodness, you know, and now it's Thank god, Professor 9.9%. Calculus is here.
1: another Silver Age Wonder Woman. Like, Woman and, villain.
0: and really, when he's like, oh my god, our uh success rate is 92.3 percent, and then. Hello, I am Dolist to do oh it, it skyrocketed 99.9. I'm like, really? Just come on. Did your ticker tape tell you that, Professor yeah, yeah, look at that asshole. That's actually like toilet paper. He's wiping his ass with it. He's like, oh my God, I gotta proofread, I gotta do paperwork. Uh, but we don't end up doing the backup. I mean, by the time you're done with the first Best story, <laughs> I end up so exhausted with what's going on. My head's spinning. I feel like Dr. Poison is poison, poison me. And then I don't know what's going on. I have to at least get that sound back <laughs> for now on. Oh, my God. Why didn't we think of that earlier? Ah, uh, yes. But, but how now. often do we deal with Dr. Poison? I know. but even We I love don't to, like to think about this book. When, as soon as we're done, it's out of my mind I love until it the next issue. at the beginning issue. when you have Cisco and he's like, hey, everybody, you want to drink milk and be handsome and sexy like me? I'm like, oh, yeah, little guy. You're real sexy. Get out of town. Uh, but by the end, what would you give this?
1: Four out of ten, <laughs> and that's mostly just it's, because I think the art is really good in this issue, even if the writing is it just is. It's a middling to subpar, and it's just over the top, like, just over-the- top characters like caricatures of what the rats think is going on in the world for something that they don't believe in that a lot of people do and I'm not here to tell you one way or the other what you should believe and it's just when I see it here it's just cringe like you know inducing
0: yeah but you and that's the thing it's funny because Wonder a lot Wonder of times is
1: just so inept at anything she's doing in this it's just like I want to see Wonder Woman be Wonder Woman instead I have to see how Dr psycho was one of the freaking Make America great again Alex Jones exactly, types, yeah, yeah and
0: talk about, and see just grown men drink lukewarm milk in the summertime and it bothers me Surprising. He's not like yelling about some pillow or something. You end up all this stuff going on. And again, me and you aren't real political guys. And we will end up saying a lot of times, not Hey, I don't all. like things, you know, ripped from the head. Like you actually think that the comic book world is real. So that throws it off anyway. But I'm telling you, the thing is, you can take something that's going on in the world because the idea of like when did the comics become
1: political? They always have, been. they're always going they to have do that. Been, yeah, but you have you to have make to be subtle you about it. Just, and clever, exactly. You have to make something into something else. You just can't say this is like a one-to-one ratio for this because it just becomes lazy at that point, and it becomes cringeworthy.
0: Yeah, and, and people always bring up oh the X Men. they've but the X-Men is, you're able, I always say, it's almost like what they would say about a Pixar movie. It, you know, the kids can watch it, but there's the adult humor. You end up where, if you're not into politics, the story still has to have something there for you to enjoy, and maybe not even realize it's political. This, though, again, and I'll go and I'm going to make it all work from the very beginning of the podcast. The politics in this is eight-legged freaks. It's so over-the-top ridiculous that I don't even care about That's it right. being any political because it's just goofy shit but it's too goofy and you're actually your actual story has nothing going on except this goofiness but it's not fun goofy. it feels like and all the
1: details that i want you to i want to see because i enjoy comic books and i enjoy, love the dc universe and want to see it thrive and do all this but all the details that make this want to feel like a real place that i want to live in and do live in in case you want to know i do live here it is just left behind because nothing has a reason to be it just like i said throughout this entire podcast make it happen whether it makes sense yeah, or make not. it
0: happen and they end up having their own ideas of characters and groups checkmate all these things so you never can tell. Don't base anything that you're doing off anything that
1: Bendis did because it'll never end well.
0: And going forward anybody out there because there'll be somebody maybe that's listening now that will eventually be a writer at DC Comics whether you know down the road whatever, it's possible. Don't go with what Clunrad's doing either. Don't continue this shit. And don't trust a the big button smile. It nobody should that's true poison there you go I, i'm tell, I'm gonna go listen to some belt the bow when we're done but that is it what is your book of the week my book of the week is i am batman number 10 that is mine as with well
1: with a 6.5 out of 10 that is my book of the week and that is a shame that is a real shame like i said what well, the thing is we've had it before where like you know my book of the week has been a seven or something yeah. like, and you think that's piss poor and to a degree it can be but when I was struggling, I actually went up from a 6.3, which I originally gave I Am Batman because I wanted to feel a little bit better about this week. So my book of the week should be a 6.3 out of 10. This is a piss poor week at DC Comics, and I just can't wait to get to next week.
0: Yeah, and that includes our spotlight. And I'm going to tell you, mine's Miami, I 6.5. And also the Jurassic League. And yeah, mine's 6.5, and that even includes Marvel. I mean, this was a bad week at the big two. and But there was some cool indie stuff, and you have these ups and downs and things like that. but. Overall, going into this dark crisis and what hopefully comes out of that, at least something going on, I'm starting to get that feeling again of the DCYOU where we end up coming in and people just are doing their nonsense things. Nothing makes sense. It's not coherent and even the treading water going, I, I just don't well, get right it. now, like, say. people
1: have been giving Dark Crisis a lot of shit, especially if they haven't read it or they just don't think another crisis is nonsense. But this, the, the idea to them, like, this has become, like, the last issue, this issue, Wonder Woman, become cringeworthy to them. But I need that right now because everything that is not Dark Crisis
0: related is this. And right now, this is garbage. Yeah, garbage. And and we we were talking at the beginning of the spotlight on the Patreon, slash weird science. And I started by saying, I need something to happen after dark. And you didn't quite get what I meant. And I meant, I, I need some new creative, creative teams. change. I, I need you. some spark here because these books where you end up, yeah, maybe you end up getting stuck in a rut You're here. You were talking about real life and I'm like, inside yeah, yeah, the yeah, DC yeah. universe, I'm still living the No, I was just saying that, You want me to stand on my own head? Here, and I know that people get upset about number ones and oh my God. And, and Marvel has a ton of new number ones. But when you get a new number one, a new creative team. You have hope again, and you sit there. Some of these books, there, there's not much hope. You're just like these people don't know what they're doing. I don't doing. Need number one to have like you know faith in something. A new creative change with legacy numbers is fine, yeah. Right? The problem is is nobody knows what's going on. I ended up talking to two people today, and they are legitimately not even touching Flash or Action Comics because le- they have no idea when to start, and they don't. It's not good enough for them to even figure it out. They're just like, fuck it. I'm reading other things. It's tough. You can do what Marvel does. Have the legacy number on there. But give us an idea of that creative team and where they are in that run of theirs. And you can, you know, do that. But, yeah, I just I don't get it. I don't know what DC's doing. I don't even know who's really in charge and what they have planned. So hopefully when you have a dark crisis, one of my big things, at some point, you're going to have to have a starting point for this regime. And they just got bought out, and whatever. I need to have at least some vision of what they're doing and see that they have some vision, but we'll see down the line. But with all of that, as we say, go over to the Twitter at weird science, DC follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, weird science, DC comics.com. Also go to our Patreon, which I'm going to give you what books are next week. Two of these books will be on the Patreon spotlight at patreon.com slash weird science. And, it looks like we got some better books next week. I think that things will be on so. a bit of an upswing. A lot of people love Batman Superman World's Finest. We have that number four. We're not sure, and we don't think we're going to do the Aquaman and Flash Void Spring, but there's a number so one if Void you want to get in there. This says Void Spring, so I That's don't weird. know what the deal is. Uh Batman, well, the cover says Void Song. Okay, yeah, they might. and this is like DC's site here, so. With that Batman the Night, number six, we've been enjoying that. Me and you had a weird flip-flop. I liked yeah. it more at the beginning. You were like, eh, why do we need this? But now you're liking it a little more. kind of coming in. Big number one, Black Adam number one. You right. end up Black having Adam. that. It is a Christopher Priest book, so we'll see how that one goes. Catwoman number 44. That continues Catwoman with Harley and Quinn. And Harley
1: Quinn. I did
0: not care for that last issue. A lot of people kind of fell off of that, but hopefully this will be pretty good. Dark Crisis, Young Justice, number one. We'll see how that's going. To split. Right. Megan not Martin. always in a
1: Dark Crisis tie-in, but it's Young Justice. Yeah, and it's
0: Megan Fitzmartin, so she's writing that. She's going to be the one who's doing the Tim Drake solo. That was I am just worried, though, looking so. at
1: the cover, because on the cover you have Cass- like, uh, Cassie Sandsmark, Wonder Girl, flying towards us, right? And all around her, you have Bart, Connor Kent, and Tim uh, Drake, but it says MIA. I'm like, is Detective Cassie on the case? Because I don't want that, but
0: I want Young Justice. (laughs) She's on the case, Eric. I hear that you end up having... Uh, Bart, Tim, so and weird. Connor are missing and she's trying to figure out where they went. Well,
1: it's so weird because this Young Justice Dark Crisis tie-in, it's out of nowhere, but it almost feels like what we're going to have with Jade and uh, Alan Scott Green Lantern where the rest of the Justice Society were missing and they were going to go and find the JSA. So it seems like a weird, like, you know, they've taken it and put it over here to Young Justice. Yeah.
0: What I'm hoping is we're, we may find out because this might be the first time that we see those kind of dream worlds and whatnot. So hopefully we do see maybe what's going on, and give us a little idea. Pariah's already gotten the young justice? Yeah, yeah, it looks like you know, they get yanked. So Bart never had a chance. You have Nightwing number 93, hopefully Blockbuster, Heartless. They are teamed up against Nightwing. Hopefully, we get some things going on now in that did. book. All we need
1: to do is get a press conference. If Dick Grayson sponsors a place whose owner is dating somebody who was born 11 years ago. Exactly.
0: There you go, and they'll check the stats, and it's truth. accurate. They're like, yeah, you get the truth there, pal. The Flash 783, that's a tie-in. Dark Crisis, a dark tie-in. crisis. So that's cool. And now we're getting to the meat the and cheese. The search for yeah. Barry Allen with Wallace and Wally West. And I, I actually think that that's a cool play. You get the Flash book that has been pretty good. You get Jeremy Adams the that cover you want to have more people get involved. This is a great way for them to get involved. It makes sense that the Flash family would try to find Barry. So I'm in. I, I, I'm excited about that. Young Justice, that worries me that seems well, like okay because that's because young jess has been on. worrisome
1: ever since bendis ever touched it, it just
0: feels like you know that oh here we go and you're just throwing that out hopefully it's good hopefully all these things now, hit. i'm
1: excited because i will take these characters all day long even if it's in a weird
0: place that i don't know i'm telling you, the thing is I, I want them i just want them I to i well. and what's cool though again like i said it's going to be uh, the person who's doing the tim drake solo series coming up in the fall so you get a little sneak peek at how these are
1: the characters that grew up with me jim even if they didn't is. grow up
0: i know it, it, and if we were the same know, age at one point Megan pitts martin's the one who had the coming out story with tim drake so continuing on with the young justice and tim drake in this so we'll see how it is we'll see how it goes and i hope that it's good i really do uh john wayne's looking forward to it he's gonna he's, he he's gonna reveal it on the site he said he wants to nice. do that so yeah, so you can check that out. But again, two of these books will be picked. I kind of have a feeling that might be those two that we're really centering on by the end. There, the Dark you think Crisis, it's the Dark Young Crisis Justice, Ties? and the Flash. I think that that might be the deal. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. There's some other things coming out if you're interested. I would say
1: Batman the Night and know I'm sorry, Batman the Knight and Black Adam. Oh my, well
0: yeah, Black Adam. That's yeah, that's tough. Actually, I think that what they'll do is Dark Crisis, Young Justice number one, and Black. They love those number one. Eric, so who doesn't? I like a number two. And then, you, you know. And also, I didn't even realize, too, that Young Justice Dark Crisis tie in is one of six.
1: So I just, for some reason, thought it was just a one shot. So yeah, I didn't series. realize
0: it was a mini. Yeah. So you're going to end up, hopefully, that's something that's, that's really That's even cool. more exciting. It is. I, I hope that it ends up giving people, because a lot of people want some more Young Justice. And maybe this will set stuff up post. Dark crisis to get something really cool. So
1: think of this: with all this stuff going on, I'm going to tell. Maybe the, you'll you'll think differently than me right now, but mm-hmm. maybe we don't have that many Bat books this week. Even though we have Batman, Superman, Batman the Night, Catwoman, Tim Drake <laughs> it is doesn't in. Doesn't feel Young as much Justice, though, right?
0: Nightwing. <laughs> we have tons. It's all Bat related. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm telling you, Flash, you'll just have Batman there. <laughs> hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> Well, oh, the like thing, is we the- didn't
1: realize that, you know, for the search for Barry Allen, it's going to take Wallace and Wally to every world, and we're going to see every Batman there yeah, is.
0: Yeah. So, with that, just as an aside, just some news things. There's been some so news coming Batman out. Everywhere. There <laughs> seems to be some sort of like maybe some other multiverse deal for the Flash. There's some crazy stuff coming out, but it's interesting. And if you haven't you been involved, there was some news story that there's like a new multiverse that's based fully on the Flash. I didn't read the, I was worried that it's like, oh no, we got the the Flash who laughs. But, We'll have to see. It's something that's coming up in these books, so well, I don't want to spoil it has anything. Well, just something
1: to do with Earth Flash 1 or whatever it was, and has to deal with, like, Barry Allen's
0: own dream multiverse. And so, yeah, everybody, like, you know, you can tell. We're not, people are just going to blow smoke up your ass and say, oh my god, that's great, just for the hell of it. We end up being pretty critical on some things. I'm excited about Dark Crisis because we need something to change, and I can only hope that this would be it. So, d- just don't get too negative. Even if you're not going to buy it, if you're going to wait and see whatnot. But, you know, let's see what goes on with it. And hopefully that it'll, you know, come through. So and hype actually this get thing going things. on right
1: now. So why not get hype about yeah,
0: it? Yeah, I, I always go with you. Says you have to get involved in the big thing. If you are a DC fan and enjoying something, you, you should get involved in the big stuff. So me and you will be. We're all in. We are laughing it up. I mean, I had I had one of the most fun <laughs> I had talking of that Dark Crisis number one. I can't wait until well, number that, two man, comes I out. I have
1: I love punchline. Go and draw a great panel of what we're talking about for Black Adam's story about what happened to the Justice. It, it made what me an laugh. Amazing page of rigged artwork. It
0: made me laugh so much. And I, I'm telling you, I'm to I punchline. Get on it. Do all of them. I, I love. I, I laughed so hard. I did too. Because we had fun, and that's all I want to have. I, I don't want to have the fun of just like, <laughs> hey, we hate this, and let's make No, no, it no. Was I never fun. That. And yeah, so it's interesting and whatnot. So yeah, just give it a shot. We'll see. We'll see, Eric. And we may end up hating it. Who knows? But we'll see. True. I'm, I'm optimistic for it, and I hope but that right it does now, it's too change early to some tell. things. Yeah. I'd rather read that than Batgirls or Wonder Woman. I'll tell you well, that. we got like so.
1: 26 issues to be a part of it to figure out if we hate it or not. I know, and I'm sure there'll
0: be ups and downs. So we'll see. But yeah, with that, that is it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Like we said, if you want to listen to our spotlight, get a little more of the podcastins, you go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can help us out for all the things that we do. We don't take a week off, as far as I know. So you can go, hey, you know, have this, have that. You I don't know. said as far as I know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just said maybe. But yeah, we don't take weeks off. We try to do this stuff so people can have fun. and. You know, listen to us, yap and yip. So with all that, though, Eric, what do we say at the end? Everybody have a great week. Weird. Keep it weird, weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science
1: is the revolution.
0: Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Remember. You can get early access and ton of exclusive shows by going to patreon.com slash weird science and subscribing to whatever level is right for you. Thanks so much for listening. And if you can rate and review our show, send us an email at weird at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing, what you're reading, really whatever you like, whatever you want to tell us. You can find links to everything weird science by clicking on the campsite link in the show notes. Of this and every episode Thanks again See you in seven Diana I must want you Doctor psycho acting like a baby behind The situation is Let's stop them cause we're running out of time You might be But he's giving milk to the men. It's also I really think that it's a seaman Sweetheart doesn't use her own mind But she'll eventually lips his go behind Calculus is doing math in his hair Miss a kiss her lover Dr.